0: This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. And there we have it. Hello everybody and welcome to Off The Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm
1: Tiffany. This is a
0: show where we take the books in the past week, comic books that is, and then recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up. Obviously when there is a significant film or comic book Show or some other kind of thing that is in the pop culture. I hate to, I hesitate to use this word, but zeitgeist. Uh, we gotta dedicate the episode to that because of course this is the only comic book review show here on this channel YouTube.com slash comic are new here. Welcome. I think you're gonna enjoy it Make sure to subscribe to get uh, our three videos at least per week and uh, we'll, uh, we'll hang out You get to know us very very well uh, For those of you who are new here, of course, you know or the those of you who are not new Those of you who are regulars know uh, You are a sponsor for today's episode if you want to help us out You can always use super chats ask a question or comment. We will weave it here on the show I'm sure there's gonna be a ton of conversation going on in the chat for today because today we're dedicating a whole episode to Zack Snyder's Justice League aka the Snyder Cut that thing that I'm sure I'm I you could make a compilation video of me talking about how it's never gonna happen and how it would never exist well yeah. it does Here it and is. Uh, I never pro- I, I never profess to be a Nostradamus uh, or comics, so to speak is a joke that we made actually years ago on back issues and somebody, uh, God help you, made a YouTube channel called Noster Comics and dedicated the entire thing saying like we came up with that name and they took it and used it to make their YouTube channel. So good for them. I know, I know. So uh, we're, talk- we're talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League, but before we do, I also wanted to talk really quick. I just want to bring this up because I I neglected to do it last week, and...
1: Uh, oh, I know what it is.
0: And I just thought it'd be kind of cool. So uh, here's the thing. Um... They're, they're, we've, we've talked about Valiant before on this channel a number of times. We've done a number of giveaways, and they've been around for 30 years. Uh, if you're not familiar, you, you are. You've just probably never picked up a book of theirs. But they make Bloodshot, X a man Award, Ninjak, uh, and, and other characters associated with that brand. They're, in, they're, they're the third comic shared universe. Uh, and the reason why I'm bringing them up is because there's a book coming out mm-hmm. in the next, I think, next month. Uh, in April that will be finally reaching uh, stands and I want you to get on the ground floor of the series because and I'm not being paid to do this they're not you know no one from Valiant is like you know sending us you know any money or like collectibles as a result Uh, we did get a PDF to read the book and I owe them nothing for that because like there are plenty of blogs that also got the PDF so it's not like that's a special quid pro quo kind of thing. I
1: just wanted to do it.
0: They've been working on this book for a long time and uh, I wanted to mention that, like, this is a good looking book. Uh, it is written by Colin Bunn with art by John Davis Hunt. If you don't know who John Davis Hunt is, uh, he drew The Wildstorm for DC a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the, like, kind of like f- full adult relaunch of, like, Wildcats and the, and, and the Wildstorm universe. But uh, John Davis Hunt's art is friggin' nuts. Not only in this book, but also just in general. Yeah. And uh, Cullen Bunn, of course, they they call him the master of horror. He's written a number of amazing books that you are very uh, much a fan of. Yes. Uh, in fact, uh, there's a lot of mainstream books that he's written that you're like, huh, I like this book. Yes. Despite, you know, audiences reception of it. Monsters Unleashed.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: Venomized. Venomized. I don't remember what it was called. I I, I think it was Venomized. Yeah. Uh, but, but also, of but course, yeah. No,
1: I just enjoy. It. I enjoy a lot of his books. Um, but now I'm going to be enjoying Shadow Man. <laughs>
0: That's right. We didn't even mention the title. Shadow Man is coming out now. If you're yeah. not familiar with Shadow Man, uh, you know, New Orleans-based superhero has mm-hmm. access to this place called the Dark Side. It's basically it's like the Dead Side, the Dead Side, Dead Dark <laughs> Side. No. It's, it's I got weird. I got Snyder cut on the brain. But uh, has access to the Dead Side, and in, in this book, he's the protector of our realm, and from threats from the Dead Side. Mm-hmm. What kind of threats? crazy ass monsters that you kind of feel bad for uh it's super cool we have, i read the first two issues and the reason why i bring it up is because this is the book like if you've ever been like i keep hearing about valiant and then i pick up a book or i see something about it and it's like pff, this is the book if you yeah. if you're giving a shot to books like erratic and radiant black if you've ever thought about picking up a valiant book I don't mind putting our brand associated with Shadow Man. Mm-hmm. This book looks incredible. It is written very well. It sets up a really interesting universe. It feels very self-contained, but could very easily expand into, like, the th- the implications of the first two issues of Shadow Man could actually become a massive event for Valiant. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do that, sure. but, like, it could easily be that way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it would be actually really cool, like, to watch, like, Exo Manowar or Bloodshot or Ninjak, like, fight... Creatures from the dead side or try mm-hmm. or be possessed by creatures from the dead side. The implications are are, are astronomical and far reaching, but the book itself is like very self contained, very intimate, and just ultimately probably one of the best books from Valiant in the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Just unequivocally, it's yeah. a good book. Yeah, and it's, it's just, worth reading it's just, and
1: it's also just a solid team up. I mean, like Bun can write a lot of different things, but like I like I think Bun is at a, like the, the peak. peak of
0: his Pinnacle Bun
1: uh when he's writing horror so there you go yeah
0: so i just want to mention it because uh, i think pre-orders are up uh to april 5th so you may want to you know if you want to get it pre-order it uh, yeah let them know because the book looks great you can go anywhere just type in shadow man number one twenty 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 one you'll see some unbelievable art Mm -hmm. uh it's just the design for shadow man's cool Mm -hmm. the the monsters it's dope it's just a cool looking book yeah Uh, so check it out yes so uh before we so uh, we'll we'll get to the super chats in just a minute but let's talk about the snyder cut so uh tiffany ben and myself sat down
1: we did we, watched we were like
0: we are we watching are we doing this now are we yeah. all right and we turned it on four hours later we watched the whole thing no stops except to go to the bathroom
1: yeah there was like a couple of those stops which was wonderful we were needed
0: no, absolutely <laughs> and then to and to no credit of the snyder cut it's not like the snyder cut like did something to me inside no need to expel it just it's needed to just, go to the bathroom. You
1: know, it's, it's, it's just I, it's I can't time. sit
0: through a four-hour movie anymore. You know, there was a time <laughs> where I would go to like see Return of the King extended cut in the theaters like four times, but right. like, nowadays, I I need a pause button. Yeah, and thank and I'm very thankful for it. But uh, yeah, so much uh, discussed, much anticipated, lots of uh, cultural backing for this whole thing. Sure. Uh, and so let like okay so. I don't want to do a point-by-point, point, part no, by it. No,
1: we're not going to do a point-by-point. Point. We're probably just going to do an overall discussion. We're going to try very hard to not make this, like...
0: A wank or bitch-fest? Like, yeah. I don't want to complain or don't. praise too much. I yeah, just wanna... it's just
1: going to be like, we'll just kind of we'll talk about it objectively. Occasionally, we'll talk about it subjectively. We'll try to let you know when one is happening over the other because some things are just objective. This is That's how true. it happen. Some of it's going to be very much our opinions. Yes. I hope that y'all in the chat... Keep it, civil. it cool, civil, and uh, like this isn't like. Listen, folks. I read a statistic the other day oh. that like a lot of like sporting events are losing out on younger folks going to see it. They're just not interested. in That's that. right. Yes,
0: you told that me. That doesn't this.
1: mean that we need to find a place to compete constantly. No. And so, like, if you're <laughs> a huge fan of the DCEU or or, or, like, or Snyder or in or general, specifically that doesn't mean you need to call out other things that people might be fans of. That's Similarly, true. those who are fans of. Other Other films that happen to probably be comic book related. You don't need to do a comparison there. We're here to talk about this movie and that's what we're going to talk about. That's right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's just, I just want to point it out. Everything doesn't have to be a competition. No. There's room for everything. That's right.
0: Uh, I've, I've heard, you know, the, I've used the expression many times, a rising, a rising tide raises all ships. Yep. I actually implicitly believe that there could be potential for the Snyder Cut to help Everybody, mm-hmm. not just HBO Max, because I firmly believe if HBO, Warner Brothers, at and didn't spend trillions of dollars to try and create a Disney Plus slash Netflix competitor, the Snyder Cut would not exist. And when I say exist, I mean it would exist in film canisters far away from here, in a salt mine. Mm -hmm. Instead, it's a thing you can watch. And the only reason why that is the case is because somebody spent, like, you know, the gross national income of an entire, like, small Western country uh, to try and compete with Netflix. And so they needed content, and they knew there was, like, a, 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 a vocal... Amount of people Mm -hmm. who wanted this thing that they already had access to, why not just put it out and get people to sign up? Yep. Makes sense to me. It's a perfect business decision. It's a company. They're they're there to make money. I get it. Yep. Totally. Uh, But it's kind of this amazing thing, this entity, because I don't see Zack Snyder's Justice League as a movie in the traditional sense.
1: No, it's definitely not in the traditional sense. Right? For sure, in in terms of like, what m- movie production studios think a film is, it's not that.
0: No, I don't think it should be judged as a film from the perspective of film criticism or film going because it is so different a a thing. It's a thing that does not exist. It has not existed.
1: Right. I mean, before. even when you see other films being released as a completely digital release, they still stick to a lot of the standards of... Right, like filmmaking. if the
0: movie going to be extended, it's going to be like three and a half hours long. Like yeah. I think that's kind of like the glass ceiling. I think I think Return of the Kings three and a qu- three hours forty five. Mm-hmm. So it's still I think I think the side cut's got it beat. But uh, you know, it's not like watching a number of of shows or episodes and making it into a movie. It's not the same thing. This mm-hmm. is a movie. It was filmed as a movie, then they mm-hmm. released four hours, which I think there isn't a stone unturned. I think there isn't a deleted scene left out of this thing. I mean, there could be i doubt <laughs> it
1: i significantly think
0: i think that there's so few scenes left out they they, they added stuff in that's
1: no, it's true. you know you but
0: uh but my point my reason for bringing up the fact that i don't look at this as a movie is because a it's kind of cool and b it's kind of weird because it is this thing that a shouldn't exist because by all rights you know like there shouldn't have been a pandemic uh H- T should not have probably created hbl max like there's a number of things that should that you know that that have uh that that birthed this thing into existence so but we are in this reality where this thing exists and mm-hmm. now that it does it's kind of interesting how snyder has created it and crafted it because number one six parts but not broken up into episodes parts like it's like like
1: and an epilogue like unless... move yes
0: and an epilogue an yeah. like movements it's like this thing's like a symphony and I don't, that's gonna be the quote of the friggin box it's mm-hmm. like this thing's like a symphony comic pop but like I really do feel like they're, they're, you know, from the aspect ratio to the the structure of the movie, yeah, it's something different, which is kind of cool. Um, and I, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Snyder's interpretation of these DC characters, right? But I can admit when it's like neat. This dude is in the most basic terms an artist and a creative person who is doing something creatively from yes. um, his demands to making it like four, three aspect ratio to make, to putting in parts you didn't need. And I remember somebody talking about how like, well, each part reference re- references a, a tonal shift in the film. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, usually movies do that.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: and it doesn't feel, and un- regardless of the parts, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like each part is its own movie or that each part is a different kind of thing.
1: No, I actually, like, those sequences for me, like, or, like, the, like, title cards, yes. like, acted more like a chapter break yes. and, like, let me know almost that, like, X amount of time had gone by. Right. As opposed to setting up the scene. Right. I, I... I personally, subjectively speaking, I didn't need those title cards at all.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't need them either, because, but, I, but here's the thing is I went in watching it as a movie. I'm like, okay, here we go. And from the moment that it was 4-3 or whatever you want to call it, but with the with black bars, and then yeah. somebody was like, but there's black bars on top and bottom. But like, yeah, we don't shoot movies like that unless they're called The Lighthouse. <laughs> and they were using like ancient equipment to do it.
1: Yeah, that was literally, that was like the constraints of the film itself.
0: Yeah, but all, but in and a stylistic decision that was made by the creators, yeah. which makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, but like the from film, that-
1: The film was also black and white. It was black and white. there was white. something about that that like tricks your eye. Yeah, but know.
0: you know what? I The, the Snyder Cut is practically- Black, black and white
1: i guess there were moments for me with the 4-3 aspect that like every time there's anything like an explosion bright mm-hmm. light something like that immediately i was brought back to like wait oh,
0: wait yeah. wait
1: wait. you know what i mean And it's not it doesn't detract from the movie no. i just it's one of those things where i was like okay okay in i'm having for, a different experience listen the artist says like this is what i want and this is how i want the story to tell right the viewer now of said art gets to question and or support and i question what that brought to it Agreed. versus what it might have looked like in a widescreen that was it
0: yeah and i've seen uh, uh, it, that aspect ratio that he used is absolutely not imax because i've seen the dark knight mm. and that has imax sequences filmed and it is absolutely not that aspect ratio mm. uh i've seen that criticism as well we're like you know and i i'm not even lobbing criticism at the, no, that, the aspect not, ratio it's just... it's just more like it was it was a very different experience, and I remember like from the from the marketing of this thing, I'm like, you're not really going to make an Instagram sized, are you? Like because that kind of sucks. Uh, but
1: <laughs> the longest was it reels, yeah, yeah or IGTV ever, right?
0: <laughs> but uh, so so technically speaking, the movie is like deliberately given to the audiences as something other than just giving you like a two and a half hour blockbuster.
1: Yeah, so it's, not it, that. it's it's very much almost a statement saying like you couldn't have this in theaters. And the fact is you, you couldn't have this in theaters. Yeah. They, I, I there's uh, a lot of film houses. Don't want to put together a four hour movie. And I don't think a lot of theaters, unless they're doing something special, mm-hmm. like they're doing a re-release on something when it's a director's cut yes. like this, where they might go back and like reshow it. But like in a theater, that's a little smaller, mm-hmm. but like, when you think about it, then like the movie theater themselves is actually making a little less money right. because it's like, it's a longer runtime. They can't show as many showings That's right. of it. That. That's right. Um, so th- for a lot of reasons, mostly business wise, like you can only get this in this capacity. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I don't, again, I don't want to break it down into parts. We'll just talk about like mm-hmm. elements of this, of this thing, of this entity, this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously some of the big changes uh, between the Whedon cut and the Snyder cut. Uh, Whedon clearly tailored the movie towards his own uh, kind of like stylistic sure. decision making. I, I I don't, I question and I don't know, I don't know the story behind it because I refuse to listen to the uh, hearsay surrounding Whedon's motivation, the studio's motivation, like you don't know. You know, unless it's like directly from the horse's mouth, and I don't want to hear from, like, a production hand. I mean, like, literally a statement issued by either camp. Sure. Uh, But, like, somebody wanted that movie chock full of jokes and colors when they first released the theatrical cut.
1: Yeah, they wanted it to look brighter, and they wanted it to be a shorter movie. Yep. And... Yeah,
0: and they wanted that like kind of Whedon stamp or I think Marvel stamp. Sure, because the yeah. move because the reality is BVS was supposed BVS. It's Batman versus Superman. It's the two most iconic superheroes of all time. Should have made in a billion dollars in it in a perfect world where superhero movies make a billion dollars. Should have made a billion dollars. Didn't make a billion dollars. Warner Brothers blames the creative changes it up goes okay uh, backing the creator didn't work let's just go by formula copy what the guys who made a billion dollars did
1: yeah I mean that's and that's like you know that's businesses across the board for the most part like that's like everyone's
0: like that's literally what Marvel and DC Comics had been doing since the age of Stan Lee
1: and we're not saying that's the right thing to do that's just like a go-to tactic I see it a lot in my in, in your own lane, of, like, line of work yeah yeah like where i just see people being like what are they doing yeah <gasps> we'll do that too. we'll do that too and like, we'll
0: do the, the you know the pepsi version of whatever they're doing Yeah, i'm
1: not saying it's the best thing to do it's better to, I, I think it's better to innovate
0: absolutely yeah then copy yeah uh, or imitate yes uh, but sometimes imitation is the highest form of flattery absolutely. and this certainly was a flattering uh attempt guess, at being I... a marvel movie it failed in every way but like yeah uh at the end of the day justice league Twenty seventeen was a forgettable thing.
1: Yeah, utterly.
0: I, be, you know, because here's the thing: I wasn't the biggest fan of BVS. I wasn't a big fan of Man of Steel, but like seeing BVS wasn't the biggest fan. No. But I remember so much of that movie.
1: I do too. No, I, I, I feel you on that. Like, and
0: and, and, it, and it's unmistakably Snyder's vision. Yeah. Right? It's like it's it's that creator's depiction of this universe and these characters. Mm-hmm. And like it or leave it. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Justice League, 2017, was this kind of like patchwork mess. Yeah, it was a clusterfuck. It was no question. Not at all. Uh, and it, but and and it's in its attempt to be something else and deliberately alter the creative's message it Became forgettable, which is the worst thing a movie can be because if I didn't like BVS but I still remember it, the movie worked
1: well. Yeah, and that's like that's kind of just art in general. That's like, exactly. if art makes you think and it makes you react, that's regardless all it is. Of which way, yeah, it's done its, job, it's done its job, which is like frustrating sometimes if it's something you don't care for, true, but also something you know that's but great. But you have to respect it, yeah, yeah. But if it's something you're like, it doesn't make you think and it doesn't make you like feel mm-hmm. necessarily, yeah. It's it's not it's not a good place to be.
0: No, it's true. I mean, like you've seen, uh, I'm sure you've seen the stories about apparently Mark Wade saw Man of Steel in the theater and like when he snapped Zod's neck, he like screamed and yelled and <laughs> left the theater. Like you, you can't argue with the fact that that art moved a person. It moved him out of the theater, he'll, and he'll never forget it. And I'm sure no one in that theater will ever forget that experience. Sure. Right? Like, Except and that's most what art does. people in that
1: theater didn't know who he was. No, they was just, just remember like, like some lunatic some freaking out.
0: Some. That's some, funny man who was too old to be doing that, having, having a breakdown. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, that being said, um, significant changes. Number one. What? And I think it's, it's not even really like a, a, a compliment or criticism, but like, this is an unmistakable Zack Snyder joint <laughs> to, to borrow the the phrase. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is his movie through and through yep. though. I will say having seen, I think almost every single Zack Snyder movie mm-hmm. of all time. Like I, I think I've seen all of them. Uh,
1: I think I've seen most of them. Right?
0: This felt the most it felt almost like it was trying in certain parts to be a Zack Snyder movie more than it was just being one.
1: There were definitely some moments in this film that I was like, I'm thinking of other movies. Yes. Um, a little bit more so than I feel like I should be right now. Yeah. That first um, hour. Yeah. That it definitely first felt hour. like some homages to his own work. Mm-hmm. Not in necessarily like a bad way, no. I guess, but like that was just interesting. I was like, okay, oh, we're doing for someone that. doing some like for someone who's putting his like foot down about a four point three or whatever <laughs> yeah. aspect ratio. Like I'm making art. I'm making something different. I'm making something that is me. Yeah, to then make me think of other films. Usually, but at least they're his films. They are his films. <laughs> but like oftentimes you'll you'll run into creators if you're ever at a con. Yeah, and you talk to an artist
0: oh. and you tell
1: them, hey, I loved this thing you did, and if it is any time in the past, a lot of times you're gonna get like, oh, oh. and you're gonna wonder to yourself, what the hell? What was up with that interaction? Yeah, because, because it for, means so much to me. Because, yes, but for a lot of artists, that's saying like, "Oh, I was better then," right? Or and, you're
0: saying I was better yeah, then, yeah. And even I, if they think they're better now,
1: yeah, and I've grown, yes. and so like, I want to, I only want to grow, and I want to keep moving forward. A yeah. lot of folk tend to just leave that stuff in the past, yes, and they don't like really want to talk about that. right. So I thought that was interesting. I was yeah. like, we went from like art house mm-hmm. moment to like, oh, okay. Oh, well, I'm
0: reminding you of the things I've done before. Gotcha. That being said, this movie was all. Sh- mostly all shot four years ago or really more like five years ago. So the Snyder that's making that, that, that other zombie movie that's coming out. Yeah. uh, I'm interested to see that movie.
1: I am too. I mean, the fact is it's like, I, regardless of like cultural inappropriateness of like 300 in terms of like what it does, um, what, you know,
0: what it says, what it does, what it's about.
1: Yeah. Like, I like that movie a right. lot. And I actually, there are moments in that movie that I'm like, that's just like beautifully shot. And yeah. like, I am like genuinely Theater like Twitter's just a
0: solid flick.
1: Right? Like I adore that. Yep. Um, The
0: music, the cinematography, the even thing. the slow-mo effect. The, the,
1: the slow-mo thing, I got to use that in a class. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we sat down. I, I watched Sucker Punch. Yes. And I wanted to like that
0: so bad. That movie. <laughs> I and that's, that is that is just, that is not a movie. Yeah. That is, if that, it was just a music video. Yeah. you cut that down to 15 minutes and just play some Metallica or something over that, I'm in.
1: Yeah. But like, speaking of those very specifically, like when we see the Amazons, I immediately, I mean, like you can't you help. You can't
0: not think of 300. You cannot
1: think of 300. Yes. But. Shields. Swords, spears.
0: Yes, yeah. and, and how much of that is just like, that Amazon sequence was better now. Is it because it's a better sequence, or is it better because I'm more reminded of 300?
1: I think it's something that he's comfortable filming. I think you see that there, that like it is it is something that it's like, I know how to film this. I've spears, done
0: this. swords, stone,
1: abs. I know how to make it look badass. Yeah, like, and he did. Like, and he absolutely did.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, and that's the thing, is that like the changes that are made... Ultimately, yeah. I think uh you know even changes the the movie we saw or the thing that they released it is unquestionably his vision and I think it's ultimately better than the thing we saw before.
1: <laughs> as as uh, a oh, friend, hey, of the uh, show, Jason friend of the Inman show Jason Inman back in the said He's chat. 100% correct about that. The sucker punch trailer with what is so it white good. white rabbit? Yes. Solid trailer. I listened to that on repeat and then I saw that movie and I was like Oh! Yeah, two
0: of the best trailers of all time. That and Phantom Menace. <laughs> see, see, watch that teaser for Phantom Menace and try to divorce yourself of the movie. Solid teaser. So good. That moment, and you gotta go to the teaser where like the Gungans are coming through the mist and it's like mm-hmm.
1: where was that? Yeah. Where's that movie yeah.
0: you sold me? But uh, in any case, so that's already y- your you're time. reminded of that. Yeah. And that's, and, but like yes, it's this very big monstrous thing that ultimately is i think an expression of zack snyder at that time because he's also dealing with the fallout of bvs setting up his trilogy or whatever right. he's working on because at that time we don't even know you know yeah. like was there going to be a was he going to split this movie in two parts was he going to make a sequel i mean well obviously they were going to make more justice league movies but was he setting it up where it's like at the end of avengers nobody knew it was going to be ultron even joss whedon
1: <laughs> yeah
0: with 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 snyder's justice league i think he knew exactly where this movie was gonna go.
1: I think that he did too, and I I don't know if the executives were ready. No. And so Absolutely not. You know.
0: And that's too bad. Like and here's the thing. It's it's the problem with it, it's the problem with studio interference and executive control. Uh you need it because I truly do believe that best art comes from adversity
1: oh i i yeah no i agree
0: but uh bvs didn't make a billion Mm dollars okay that movie's over it's already done Mm -hmm. you know you can release a three-hour cut which they did but not in theaters and try to get another bite of the apple and get your billion back but like the reality is you didn't spend a billion so like it doesn't matter at the end of the day you can only really focus on what the next movie is Mm -hmm. and so you just 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 hunker down you know if you want if you've already locked him into a contract and he's already shot like 90 percent of the flick finish the flick stand by your movie you know, yeah. And make that if you want to switch gears, you go and that w- and bravo and 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 we wish him the best. <laughs> you know what I mean? Obviously, it's not that he was necessarily fired from the movie. He had a tragedy in his, fa- in, yes. his in his family's life, and uh, so he had to walk away from the project. But like, I'm sure that Warner Brothers is also working towards preempting that. Like, I'm sure there was work already being yeah. Made I, I, I'm, to take it away from him.
1: You know, I could definitely see on their end they were like, "This is an opportunity." And like opportunity for tragedy sucks. It does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man up. And like, listen, if you got, if you have to fire someone or you don't like the, like, you don't want to have the uncomfortable conversation. You got to have the uncomfortable conversation. You're in charge. Yeah. Like if you, if you're like, I don't like where you're going with this, Zach, Mm -hmm. you got to tell him that. Right. Don't just be like, okay, this worked out.
0: Oh, thank God. I mean, like that's not cool. That's so sad. But like, also, yes, that's not cool. Let's get the weed, Let's get the Avengers guy.
1: Yeah, that's it's just it's not cool. It's just
0: apples and oranges yes. too. Like, what are you doing?
1: And and I know we've said this before, um, because you were just mentioning the fact that it's like you know it's him five years ago. Yeah. Now he gets to make this film. Right. And I know we literally just said this, but like, and we've said this before, um, as we were coming up to this release, that yeah. like, this is also a singular experience that no one else will really ever have in terms yes. of making a film. Right. Because he started making this film. Mm-hmm. Someone else finished making the film.
0: Then he got to go five back. Five
1: years have passed. <laughs> yeah. Other related films have come out. Right. And now he gets to finish his film.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so like. This isn't even the movie what you're saying. No.
1: And I've said this before. This isn't his original film.
0: Right. This is not the vision he had five years this ago. This
1: is part of it. I'm sure. Yeah. I have no doubt that part of this is, is absolutely what he wanted to do back then. Mm-hmm. But this is him five years later. Mm-hmm. This is a this is an artist five years later. And yeah. as I said, artists like to grow.
0: And what's funny is we got to see the current Zack Snyder in the epilogue. Yeah. That movie. Yeah. Because that's not an epilogue. That is a short. Yeah. <laughs> that is a short film. That is a teaser. That is a proof of concept <laughs> for the movie that he'd like them to pay him to make again. Because that is just so disconnected from the four hour cut mm-hmm. from the three hour and 54 minute cut mm-hmm. <laughs> that epilogue is so different in terms of execution acting performance look their direction just a very different look yeah
1: look. yeah
0: um now that and, and of course financial constraints yada 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 mm-hmm. but i think you're getting a closer a more accurate v- version of zack snyder's vision from that than you are from this movie he already shot.
1: Right. But like he got to go back and re-edit that and add some things in or change some stuff up. And so it's like, again, this is just something to keep in mind because of what a solitary moment it is in terms of like cinema
0: history. Right. Because like no one, (laughs) they're not going to let this happen again. I mean like they will. They will. And when I say they, I mean an exact, some studio is going to do that. But like that's the thing is that it's the two most, it's like BVS, two largest superheroes of all time fighting each other, crossing over. Warner Brothers could have done this at any time in the last 30 years, cho- chose to do it then, didn't make a billion dollars, oh no, need to switch gears, halfway through developing the sequel to this movie, which has the first introduction on celluloid for like certain characters, like Flash or Cyborg, or, yep. you know, even Wonder Woman at the time, mm-hmm. before the Patty Jenkins movie. So, like, you're just, you're never going to get this lightning in a bottle, and I hesitate to use that word, because it's not necessarily lightning in a bottle. Lightning in a bottle is usually associated with like a brilliant idea, and this is more like, a thing that happened that we know ne- it's more like a like a like a time capsule or or, mm-hmm. or a glimpse into an alternate reality
1: right it's a moment in time
0: it's a moment in time and yes like you said it's never it, like it's it's like we'll never come again
1: yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: and it's kind of a it's kind of remarkable and it's funny we saw uh in the aftermath of the media acclaim surrounding this cut warner brothers getting ahead of it and saying there is no air cut Of of Suicide Squad. (laughs) I saw Ayer tweet. He goes, why not? So Ayer's clearly aping for that.
1: Well, and that is the other thing, too. um, I've seen around that some folk are concerned slash, I guess, really concerned for different reasons. The implications. The implications of letting a director go back and do this. Now, a lot of folks see this just from the side of like, but he didn't get to finish. And I hear you. Right. 100%. Yeah. However what you do open up is the opportunity for a director who did get to finish his film to go back and be like, "Oh no, I actually wanted to do this." And then it completely changes it. Yeah, give me
0: 60 70 million and let me make right wrongs and change things. The the difference is I I with this cut specifically mm-hmm. is that again, I only think he added to it. I don't think he I don't think he excised sequences that he himself directed mm-hmm. because he thought, "Oh, you know what? That's actually in poor taste. I shouldn't do that." Right. Like you can tell just from the comparative shots, you know, where they like reshot entire scenes that were just like the last scene, just to work in a Whedon gag, and it's like, and and Snyder cut all that out. Yeah. And so I, I don't. I I agree with you. I think the I think that the the implication of this film opens the door and could be a slippery slope.
1: Absolutely. I mean, Hollywood, but I don't think
0: he, acce- I don't think Snyder took that advantage.
1: No, Hollywood already is so compelled to do reboots for oh, things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now to have like directors being like, Oh, I always wanted to do this, 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 this is my mm-hmm. film. And it's like, Dude, that film's 10 years old. That, right. dude, that film's 20 years old. <laughs> that movie's old. Like, over. Let it go. Yeah. Like, well, this like, is the thing you made at the time. This was the art you put out there and live with it. This is a different situation, yeah. but it does open the door for that to potentially happen. Totally.
0: I, uh, I, I'm I i reminded of the Donner cut, the Dick Donner cut from mm-hmm. Superman 2. And apparently, you know, how he was kicked, but he was kicked off the movie halfway through. Yeah. And so, like, we have kind of a finished movie. The DVD or Blu-ray release of that movie is like, it. it it's... It's a different movie in terms of tone and uh, and execution, but at the end of the day, it's pretty much the same movie. Not unlike the Snyder Cut in terms of it being like, is it still about a shiny guy who's trying to get boxes and squish them together? Yeah, like if you if you want to break down movies based on like a YouTube clip, yes, that's exactly what the movie's about. But like, <laughs> and the Dick Donner Cut, like, is it about three Kryptonians punching Superman? Yeah, at the end of the day, that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. But with respect to the Donner Cut, I remember like the story around is fascinating, but like. They were going to make that regardless. It was going to be the Donner cut whether Donner was interested or not. They were just going to like clean up the footage and put it out and Donner's like, I don't want to do that. And then eventually he was like, yeah, I guess I do. Which also should indicate that like this opens the door and yes like even like scorsese being told like hey you can go back and clean up the irishman <laughs> or hey you can make a better cut of uh, gangs in new york yeah uh, i mean i guess I, as
1: long as we are like going directly to like you can like buy them someplace right that's one thing because that's just the director's cut that's just the We've director seen that, but like i've seen do- three
0: different versions of highlander <laughs> if
1: you're doing like a like a re um
0: like a redux
1: or like a re-release mm-hmm. or like, you know, I, I need a theatrical release of my recut movie. It's like, that's where we're going to get into trouble,
0: but we've gotten a couple of those, but they're mostly like, f- like, like kind of like fandom, whatever they're called. Uh, uh, yeah. What the hell am I thinking of? You know, the foul, uh,
1: the fathom events. fathom events. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking like theater theater.
0: Yeah. But that's the thing is that like studios don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm like, why would you remake the karate kid? Just, just put, like the year of the movie's release instead of present day, yeah. And then just re-release the movie, clean it up, make it look good, and then just release it in yep. theaters. Like you just make your money back. Mm-hmm. Don't turn it into a fathom event. Just as a th- uh, like you know for the 30th anniversary, you know get the cast who's alive, put them on a press tour. If you're just gonna be that greedy and want to have money, like and get money from a movie you've already made, just release the movie, save yourself a boatload of cash. Right. Take right, a percentage right. of the movie you would, your money you would have put into producing a movie nobody's gonna see, like that awful Karate Kid reboot, and just put it into the marketing mm-hmm. for re-releasing it. You know? Anyway. uh, So, there's uh, Let's talk about Cyborg because that's the biggest change.
1: Well, I'd say Cyborg and Flash. Cyborg and Flash. They both, like, both of their um origin stories were, were kind of trimmed out of this. I mean, the, the fact is, it's like, there's a couple of issues here. Yes. One, DC was trying to take a shortcut in the first place right. to, to getting to their big team-up movie. Exactly. And so, instead of just letting... Flash and Cyborg have their a movie, own movie where they could be introduced they wanted to put it in they had they're gonna throw it into this film and then go from there yes that's like problem number one yeah. because you're already trying to do a team up movie yeah
0: you're doing a team up movie
1: which is already going to be longer it's gonna and, be longer and then you're gonna it's try gonna have more and
0: cast and you wanna see these interactions yeah. and you're trying to re- and you're trying to introduce not reintroduce introduce yeah whole new characters who are also supposed to be like one seventh of your movie
1: right right and so like that's a problem, like that. You like anyone thought that you could do a good job of introducing two characters into a film in a two and a half hour runtime, yeah, while also having the big movie happen as well, right? And like have it have any sort of meaning,
0: yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. So, like,
1: mistakes are made.
0: That's <laughs> an understatement, and yes, yeah,
1: no, it's a definite understa- it's, understatement, it's a joke. yes, uh, yeah, I'm joking about that, but um, but
0: but not untrue,
1: no, but like, so. <laughs> Cut to, we have four hours now.
0: So we can put everything in We it. can put
1: everything in it. I, I will say, I still wish they had had their own films mm-hmm. for introduction. Um, yeah. Because I, I'm not comparing the two portrayals at all, but like I couldn't help but think about Cyborg from Doom Patrol, who has... Episodes and episodes and episodes to develop a character, yes, and so there's like time to unfold and unpack certain things. And I and I still feel like there wasn't enough time for either of these characters to really unfold and unpack like the other characters they had were teamed up with.
0: I agree. Uh, we get we get enough. I think Cyborg gets obviously the most robust development, sure. Flash, you know, you don't need much for what they want you to get out of Barry Allen in this movie, mm-hmm. all you need is his interaction with his father, you get one scene. Mm -hmm. That's really all you need in order to get who Barry Allen is in this movie. Mm. You know?
1: No, it's true, but like... With
0: Cyborg, clearly Snyder had kind of ideas and designs for what role Cyborg was playing in this movie.
1: Yeah, and so like I would have thought there would have been a little more screen time devoted.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the, disproportionately speaking, you know, like the Whedon cut versus the Snyder cut.
1: Oh, there's definitely more. There's I meant, more. I meant even more than that. Right.
0: Uh, well, and the fact is, after a while, when does this go from being a Justice League movie to a Cyborg movie, if you're going to dedicate enough time to really develop Cyborg as a character? Mm-hmm. But I think you do get enough Sure. You get more than enough honestly mm-hmm. because you get you show you just need one slow-mo sequence of him playing football. He's an athlete. This is how he defines himself. You see his, his interaction with his mother and his father. Mm-hmm. You see his resentment of his father, which we didn't get in the original cut. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of interesting things and you and you you get who Vic is.
1: Yes, absolutely. In this movie. I do think though that like we do and we do get scenes between he and his father mm-hmm. um I still felt like the development of that relationship was rushed, and that's where I was like, "This is the this is the movie, right? This is the solo movie. This is the movie. This is the solo movie that we should have had, right? Yeah, this is the this cyborg movie, yeah. And it, it, like, instead, it's like, okay, we need these scenes because they're going to be very important later on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we need to have them, and that's great. But yeah. like, I was like, that's it's just, yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, but but. You, way more than we got obviously
0: than the last than the last one well you got nothing I mean the reality oh, is nothing. like you know Cyborg is in the movie yeah. he has a dad who is a you know who is a linchpin to certain sequences having to happen
1: yeah and they
0: and, they, and they're and they just doing fine yeah in relationship like they're just happy
1: <laughs> because that's
0: the that's the weeden cut yeah in the Snyder cut like there is some there is some true you know definite like real stuff in there yes you know like Victor's his unreasonable like rationale his behavior to his father solid stuff genuine stuff his dad's like and you get like from his decisions and actions as at Star Labs to the like the fake uh virus attack uh that where he reacts where he's like no like, you, you know, you, you think if the, the building's on fire, he's still going to dedicate himself to his work. Yeah. And you know that that's how Victor felt. Like, you you were like that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, maybe, yeah, in a movie, you would have gotten less lip service as opposed to, like, actually seeing it where he's like, I love you, and I can't, I, I want to go to your football games. And it's like, I don't really see any of that. Like
1: <laughs> Right, well, we would have seen him, like...
0: But he does kill himself to fucking help out. Yeah, no, He's, he does. And that's cool. He,
1: that is very cool. I, I just think that we would have seen... I mean, they would have probably spaced out a little bit more of the origin stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it would have been him coming into his own, which we do get to which see here... Get. But there's like a line that he has where he's like I'm not broken and I love that line but I loved that line more because I knew about Cyborg.
0: Yes, because you had the context from the Teen Titans cartoon show and the Doom Patrol show. Doom
1: Patrol comics anything like that like I had a little more context and so like that, that line I was like, "Ooh, that's a solid line." It's a good line. But like I felt like it needed a little more room to breathe.
0: Yeah. In, yeah, I in terms of of Well, Cyborg. Like, it's it's so it was it was so apropos of the character. It was yeah. very well portrayed and it just I don't know if it was earned in this movie
1: in this movie i think it could have been
0: yeah yeah i think so because i think there was room it's just that also
1: the movie is freaking four hours long long. it's not a movie
0: and you know what the reality is like maybe and i can imagine if this movie was two and a half hours long and we cut a lot of other stuff or if it was a cyborg movie you know the the executives or the producer or even snyder just going like we need to earn that more we need another scene Mm -hmm. we need just another scene of him like feeling broken yeah And needing to realize that he's actually better. Yeah. That would have been cool. Uh, Ultimately, you know, I think Ray Fisher, as an actor, I've literally never seen him in anything else. Like, I've literally never seen him on any other show or movie. So I can't compare his role or his portrayal to anything he's done.
1: I'll be honest. I haven't, like, other than, like, I'm like Gal Gadot. I'm like... Right,
0: yeah. I didn't, yeah.
1: And, like, honestly, with Henry Cavill i didn't know him
0: until superman until
1: superman and then after that i saw him as the witcher so i'm like well now that's technically not true there's ben affleck yes so it's like you know what i mean and ezra miller i've
0: never seen him in anything most
1: of the time i i'm I'm unfamiliar with a lot of actors and i'm just bad at it honestly i'm bad at recognizing (laughs) actors in other things It's just i don't know why my brain won't do it but it won't do it right right. um that said um i really do like the actor who i never can remember the name of or any actor's names honestly Mm -hmm. um who plays silas but oh um, yeah,
0: yeah. Love him to Miles death, Miles
1: Dyson. L- love him to death, but like,
0: but like, I can't sidekick. help but
1: think about yeah. Skynet. I'm they like, want you to
0: think. Well, that's a, and that's that's you know that's called that's called shortcutting
1: I guess. Where I mean, he was in Eureka. Yeah, and he's he great. Also played, and he played Miles Dyson. Uh, and I was like, this guy can do more. This yeah, guy must. This he's guy a good actor. Range. He could be in other things Yes, and he has been in other things But like, and I'm glad he was there because like he has like what I like about him in terms of like his character too is that like he has such a warm voice mm-hmm. and like he's playing such a cold, unfeeling kind of person who can't express his emotions. I'm like, that's, just, that's kind of a cool, cool,
0: uh, cool dichotomy there. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Morton, by the way.
1: That's it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, but ultimately,
0: I wasn't a big fan of Ray Fisher's portrayal. I-, I thought he did as good a job as he was capable.
1: Yeah. But, I, I personally, I felt like it was not his portrayal as much as it was the script. That's fair. Like he, I didn't think he was given a lot to work with, mm-hmm. except that last line. That like, last line's good. There was like a couple of moments where I was like, okay, yeah, they're giving him something yeah. here that he can like really sink his teeth into, but like, yeah. I didn't feel like a lot of the script gave him an opportunity no. to like stretch his acting capabilities. Yeah,
0: no, that's true. And I mean, he is playing a robot, so it's like it's supposed to be, I think, a little wooden or or robotic, uh, right? But... but I mean,
1: but for and again, maybe this is just me. I don't know. Maybe this is just my idea of who cyborg is. But like cyborg, at its core, is is about a, a guy who's a guy, yeah, who becomes a robot, right. and it's like that struggle of like understanding, like when do I cease being a man?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And like, and he does, I think
0: but like, there is a journey in there, right? There's like, like, but it's in there underneath. That
1: said, his like design gives him way more robot to man. Yeah. And so like, I feel like that could have been really played up. And again, that's what I'm saying. Like there wasn't a a a lot there. I didn't think there was enough there.
0: Yeah. That's a movie. Like, as opposed to whatever this was, like Mm -hmm. that's the cyborg movie. That's what you get in that. Yeah. Which we're never going to get like that's over. Yeah. Um, i liked flash you know the iris sequence was fun and cool uh but again you know like i don't it didn't it didn't change or add anything to me i was just like oh it's a fun scene like Mm -hmm. it was just and that's really all you need but like the, the 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 true flash stuff for me was later was the powers and sure, the, and the exploitation thereof, and
1: right, and again, like I could, um, like again, we're comic book fans. We like all of us in the chat. We show, all know we're comic <laughs> book fans. We knew that that was feasible. I was trying to imagine anyone who's just watching this film, who yeah, being was just, like, like what, do about mean, about, what, "What do you mean it? time? What do you mean time? We But also, like that's cool. It is cool, it but a, that's that's one yeah. of those things where it's like. Maybe we need a little more.
0: I didn't need anything, but I also didn't need any shorthand because like we didn't. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, I think that we just needed a line. I think a throwaway line of him being like, when I go that fast, things get weird, like with time. And he stuff.
1: does say something like that. He does. You have that line. No, yeah. I'm saying
0: like, and that, I think that's all you need. Yeah. I think that like that set it up uh, because like once he says it, you know, they're going to do it. Right. And uh, so I dug that. Uh, and of course, then him being more effective like his sequence in the uh in the under you know the underground fight Mm -hmm. the the steppenwolf fight part one yeah where uh where flash is actually useful and and interesting and doing stuff and Mm -hmm. as opposed to him being like afraid all the time and like you know and saving one person by the way uh you know it's funny how whedon is like that scene, I, I rewatched that sequence where Batman's like, "Just save one person," and I'm like, "That's a cool, like that—that's a comic book moment." Doesn't work in this movie. No character in this movie would say that, and and, and like it just—it it, just—it just, it was just—it was very phony.
1: It yes, but it was also like I, I did like that moment. I mean like it,
0: like I got it. Yeah, but like it was also just like it, it does and no place in this movie. And in the new version, Flash just does, and so I think he gets more agency, like sure. as opposed to him being kind of like the noob.
1: Yes. And that's why for me, again, I wish he'd had a little more time to develop because like, he does. I mean, like we do see him save Iris. Yes. Um.
0: Which is something that he, I guess hadn't done before. Like he didn't, he doesn't save people normally or he does, but it's like, he he's usually keeping it under wraps. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, For me, there is nothing in like, we get, better use of his powers and he is more essential to the driving action and plot of the movie, Mm -hmm. which is an improvement.
1: No, both of the characters like Cyborg Cyborg and and Flash Flash
0: benefit 100% from this cut. Mm -hmm. Uh, This cut that like, you know, you'd have to dedicate half your day to (laughs)
1: watching. Yes.
0: But, uh, you know, I see a lot of these clips appearing on YouTube in the near future.
1: For Um, sure.
0: Okay, so uh, Steppenwolf. Okay, uh, the redesign is better. Like I, I i think steppenwolf might have been in the from 2017 steppenwolf was easily one of the worst comic book supervillains villains ever brought to, to to celluloid like just the worst there's just, just he had no motivation no but he had like, he was he looked like a like a like a pre-fab action figure like this is the prototype yeah this is the sculpt it's not painted yet and like put it out like that
1: yeah, yes no, he I looked can like see that. he looked
0: like shit he had no motivation I hate that I hate that actor. <laughs> I really do and I'm sorry. I don't know if everybody likes that guy, but I just he's, he sounds like an old man with big jowls. It's like no, he doesn't look like that. Um but you know, this imp- this overall you know, apples and oranges. In terms of character motivation and and motive, just in general just okay, like so as a character let's
1: talk about how we were talking about earlier about the forgetableness of yes. it. i couldn't have told you what he looked like before yeah i, I only no have like a vague outline i had no of his, i literally look. looked it up i was like oh okay yeah sure whatever so, right um i
0: i will never forget what he looks
1: like I'm, I'm sorry i just don't like i get it it's supposed to it's like you know it's from apocalypse and like you know apocalypse is pain is and, it pretty like i mean I, yeah I, no I, I just they they spent a lot of time animating that suit. They did a lot and of work went into really that suit. I really didn't need them to do that. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. That's a subjective, it's constantly, completely in, in subjective motion. review of that. I don't. I didn't need any of it. No, I was like I. I just.
0: No, but at the end of the day, like what do you even do with Steppenwolf? Like, and it's really just nothing.
1: Here, once we learned about what his motivation was, first of all, I could not help, but think of Zuko from Avatar. Absolutely. That was number one. And then secondly, I was like- I was like, damn, why isn't this Cala
0: Right. Yeah, Calabac, solid design. We know what to do with him. Damn. You can get a really fun actor to play him. You could just go back and just get Michael Dorn.
1: Damn. Like, that was that was it. But I was like, you know what? Hey, hey, that's not what this is about. Yeah. This is a recut of a movie. Right. Let's go in. Right.
0: It. You can't Don't replace it. Go. We're it. not you, replacing You could have replaced him, but, like, it would have cost, like, another but $20 I, million. meanwhile,
1: I was like, that's, ooh.
0: Yeah, Calabac.
1: I want a Calabac.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, since it is basically Calabac, but a Steppenwolf, uh, you know, <laughs> His motivation makes sense. It works great. It's actually, it's way better now. Obviously, like, and I wonder if
1: he you, has motivation. He has period. Motivation. End like, of story. That's immediately it's better like, because okay, it cool, exists. Thank you. You you have a reason to be here. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's an improvement. You know. Ultimately, is his costume better? Theoretically, objectively speaking, I, I guess it is better. It is a decision. It is an idea, as opposed to like nothing. Which is what the last one was.
1: Yeah.
0: It was just an afterthought. Yeah. Um, I, I I thought it was hilarious when we see the scene where he has half of it off.
1: I was like, oh, this is so much better. It don't is don't put it better, back on. But he also, like, he looks really weird. He does look weird. <laughs> like, you look weird. I'd rather do. you all pink. I would have weird. Yeah. I would take weird. That was my opinion, though. Yeah. I would take weird over.
0: Over your shiny. Constant, like,
1: flexible <laughs> bits.
0: But it does stuff. You know, it's like a Decepticon. Like, pieces come off, and they go in your head, That's and they fine, take your
1: mind. go, like, but, like, sometimes it felt like, I know it wasn't, but sometimes it felt like it was happening for his emotions, like. Yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, when he's upset, it gets real. yeah, he's like a cat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like, stop.
0: Yeah, somebody reminded me about, like, how <laughs> I really liked Desaad, even though he's just New 52 Desaad in terms of, like, when I was growing up, Desaad was a guy who <laughs> gave Darkseid shit, and you were like, why is Darkseid putting up hey, with why, this why? guy? Why? This, like, this this meek little dude yeah it's just like who from all i could tell is just an earthling wearing a pink bathrobe like i love this odd because it's just like i love this odd because he's so emblematic of like kirby creations where kirby's like unapologetically pink pink, like dude in pink bathrobe uh weighs 80 pounds uh you know who's next oh glorious godfrey oh let me tell you something about dr bedlam like okay (laughs) uh and and i love how unapologetically for like the last like for 40 years dc's like and they just look like this Yep, you know, Will, you know, Wilshire is like Aztec and other like crazy-looking designed the characters for the New Millennia, and also the Kirby creations. And I kind of like I feel a little bad whenever they are like, we're gonna make Darkseid look like a badass and give him crazy armor. I'm like, his skin's the armor. He wears a tunic. Yeah, you know, he's great, Doctor Doom. He doesn't need anything. Yeah, like, his armor is the is the skin. Is he's are made of rocks or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, he, he's a new god. He's well. a new god. He doesn't <laughs> he can't
0: die. <laughs> like, uh, but uh, but. This this Dasaad, A, he is just an avatar for the Snyderverse. Like, yeah, he's dark, he's scary, he's got a crazy voice, he's a badass too. Uh, I actually really, like, there was universe building in this movie, where, like, they used the thing from Chernobyl to, like, make the phone... (laughs) <laughs> and it and it like comes out of the block and he's like hey i'm just no it,
1: it's not that I, it's where they put the blocks yeah yeah but that's, I'm where, saying, that's where
0: they're gonna put the cubes oh i know but he's also but talks through it like I, a I
1: assume that that was there i assumed he brought that
0: yeah i think so too but i thought it was like i thought it was a piece of like the well whatever I, I don't, yeah. but <laughs> it reminded me of the way that they like show tv and communications on krypton in man of steel
1: Oh yeah. And I was like, hey, okay.
0: that's how people in space use their 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 shit. They have 3D printers or whatever, and they use like uh uh what's that like what's that liquid metal stuff anyway? It doesn't matter. But like they, you know, it moves and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um that was like a real moment for me where I genuinely was like, wow, world building. That's consistent. <laughs> uh but uh but I love the conversation but uh, but anyway, but Steppenwolf constantly here let me <laughs>
1: He the, just called, the third time uh, it happened
0: where I'm like, let me guess what happens here. <laughs> Steppenwolf <laughs> calls Desaad. Desaad tells him to fuck off until he gets the boxes. And then he does. But uh, but also, that's like a trope in movies. And I'm I like, this is a movie. Like, that's happening. I
1: guess it's a trope in movies. It's just, uh, it's just...
0: Ferrofluid. Thank you. That's it. It was Ferrofluid.
1: There you go. It just seemed like... Those were moments where I was like, this is time wasting. Yeah. You're wasting time. You're wasting
0: time right now. This is four hours. <laughs> but that's the thing, is that... I can't wait I've I've literally when I were around like the three hour 45 minute mark I was like I could cut this like I could I could cut this down but but I can't wait to see because I know there's gonna be a fan cut where it's like here is the blockbuster version of the Snyder cut where it's like this is the movie like where you cut it like a Hollywood editor and I don't mean like a hacky Hollywood editor I just mean like one who is there to cut the movie to a releasable length right and be like here it is here's what it would have been. Yeah. Like here's what Snyder's vision would have been as a Hollywood blockbuster as opposed to Snyder's vision. Yeah.
1: Honestly, made the,
0: for a home release.
1: The checking in with the scenes to me gave it that, not movie feel mm-hmm. like you'd see that a lot in like episodes of a show yeah where it was like you know after a couple of episodes they need to check in again right like, obviously because like time has passed yeah. you know, or like maybe you don't remember that happening and so yeah. like that to me kind of pulled me out of that cinematic yeah. feel occasionally but i was like why you know what he's going to say. Right. He's just going to tell you to go get the boxes. It's not like the parademons are yeah. egging yawn, man. He's
0: like, I got a box. I'll call the sod. I got the second box. I know that when I got the first box, he said, call me at three, but I'm going to call him at two and see what's up. And it's like, you could cut a couple of those. Yes. Uh, but like, but of course, then they like turn it on its ear when he finds the anti-life equation, which, okay. A, a works because it's dark side. B, uh, sure. I- at least it justifies dark side wanting to be there.
1: Sure. I mean, I feel like uh Dark yeah, I feel like Dark side was just going to like punch you in the face for finding it before he did.
0: Yeah. My Dark side would have been mad. <laughs> it would have been petty <laughs> and mad that you found it first. Uh, but um, you know, maybe he would have done that later. Right, it's like, "Okay, right. you found it, Omega names." Uh Dark side. What do you think of Dark side?
1: So like I struggle with this one because it's like it checks a lot of boxes for me in terms of design. Mhm. But there's something categorically off. Yeah, he's thin. Is that what it is? Yes. I couldn't quite figure it out. He's too thin. He's too thin, and I honestly felt... Now that, <laughs> Hang on. Hey, come here. Come here, buddy. Let me
0: get his head, though. I don't want him to fall down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take This his, is Omega t- Beam head.
1: Take his Omega Beam head. I, yes. No, he's he's much... He's he's, 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 he's swole. Yeah. This, this man works out. Yeah. He doesn't skip leg day. He doesn't skip any day. He doesn't skip any of the days. I also felt like... Listen, his cowl is always high. Yeah. But like, there was something about the way which the forehead laid... I, there was just something weird about the head, well, it's funny because it, it bu- was it almost me. it was
0: like simultaneously comic accurate and also like weird,
1: yeah. it was like the Uncanny valley. I don't, it I, I don't
0: Uncanny know. it was Uncanny valley of Darkseid. He's thin. He's got the Omega like logo like etched into his chest, which arguably for me, like it gave him like a sunken it made him like a sunken in chest. It made him, like look a little weaker.
1: I get. Yeah. I could see that.
0: Um listen. Was it cool that Darkseid's in the movie? Actually, that scene where uh, where where Diana goes into like the bowels of wherever and finds the like I'm like, yep, that's yeah. fine. Was it
1: the Parthenon?
0: Was it the par- I think it was the Parthenon. I don't know. By the way, almost that scene, we reviewed uh, Wonder Woman eighty four, and there was a sequence that absolutely should have happened, and we pitched that we that just scene made up, and, and, it- and I was like, oh, what's happening? Yeah, here it is. This is the scene. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, but I like the setup, and I like the implications of Darkseid. Like mm-hmm. I like them being like, this is a bigger problem, and I'm like, yes, because Steppenwolf sucks, and yes. he's like not a big problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I liked when they reintroduced Superman and they're just like, once Superman does show up and it's like, yeah, it is no problem. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. And also kind of, you know, indicative of Snyder and the Snyder fandom's interpretation of Superman, which is like, Superman should be freaking awesome and just like rip everything apart. Like he's just, when he shows up, the fight just be over. Because Goku.
1: Yeah. You know, like,
0: <laughs> like where it's like, okay, I don't find that interesting. <laughs> like... You know his limitations are with his own morality, uh, whatever. But anyway, uh, but like, yes, when 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 Steppenwolf's like, I oh, maybe I got a shot here, and then, <laughs> and then Superman's like, No, you don't. No, it's you don't. over. And no. it's like, Oh, it is over. Yeah, yeah. Because you and also Steppenwolf sucks. And it's like, Yeah, well, yeah. I want him to see his ass handed to him. Mm-hmm. Um, apropos of that, fun scene of Aquaman and Wonder Woman fighting Steppenwolf together, and that being set up with one line. Yeah, I wish it had been a little bit more, but like still one line where it was like. Because it's, the and, idea and of Atlantis and the
1: mascara being like war. I do like that. Admittedly speaking, I liked it when she faced her Malone. Yeah. But that was me. Yeah. That's no, a, That's a subjective opinion. Well, that's the thing is that- Very subjective opinion. There was room for
0: both. There was room for all of it. It could have been fun to see, like, everyone fight Dark uh, uh, Steppenwolf at some point. Like, mm-hmm. Flash being like, let me try this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, like, being kicked out, like, picked up, scooped up by a parody, even taken away so he can't help Diana fight Steppenwolf. And then, mm-hmm. like, Arthur showing up. And being like, let me help you know. Let me let me pitch in, you know, like. But you get to see that scene of yeah. It. No,
1: I, I, you, narratively speaking, this makes more sense. Yes. Fine. Yeah. yeah it, there
0: it is. But I liked that scene. But I was like, oh man, like I like the implication of there being like this kind of like these two outcasts from their respective societies who both hate their respective societies, who don't care or have no stake in their societies, who like kind of almost Romeo and Juliet esque,ly like team up to fight their mutual (laughs) foe. And I'm like, that's kind of fun in like no good narrative way. It's just kind of like fun to see them like being like, look at how we are getting along, even though we have no reason not to. And I'm like, yeah, that is fun.
1: Yeah. I will say this, like this cut still lacked that component for me. Like, yeah. Like the Batman's like, I got to bring everyone together. And like the biggest stepping stone is literally getting them into the meeting hall. I know it's very tropey, but like I don't mind the trope of watching a bunch of people who usually fight solo not knowing how to work with others. Yes, because and that, that was make a big sense. Thing. You put anyone in a room together who's used to working on their own, and then tell them, "Hey, you have to get working on this project together." Right, it's going to be a disaster it's, for it's, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, when you
0: have two, when you have too many leaders in one room, it's going to be an issue.
1: It's going to be an issue for a little bit, and then everybody's going to be like, "Okay, right, we need to figure this out." And yes. so, like again, like I don't, I don't mind. It, that would have been a little tropey i just kind of missed that i know the underground yeah. fight scene is kind of supposed to be it's let, supposed to be
0: like that but it's like but it, yeah
1: that, that it doesn't really come across no. enough for me there no um, also
0: i still don't like that that bat crab
1: dear, the bat crab
0: it's just it's, it's too bulky it doesn't really do anything it doesn't contribute to the fight i'm just like it's just a cool action figure yeah and then they didn't make you know just kind of like eh. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, Aquaman, his introduction... Because remember, this movie was supposed to come out before his movie. Yes. So it was reintroducing... It was introducing Aquaman. Mm-hmm. This is the new setup, which is funny mm-hmm. because it's like a reintroduction of Aquaman. And we've already seen the movie now. Yes. But it is reintroducing him. And so we get, like, you know, British Mara and uh, longer-haired Volco And z- singing ladies. Singing, more singing ladies. Singing
1: ladies who smell a shirt.
0: Yeah, 100% more singing-smelling ladies.
1: S- singing ladies i was like this is fine like i was like, oh. it's like it so- started out fine it was fine and then when she picked up the shirt that i was like okay
0: okay but- well you know they don't want to bang him because he's so hot i mean like well, first they worship him and then it's like but also he's here and i can totally sleep with
1: him and he- but wouldn't it I- 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 maybe it doesn't smell it should like, reek.
0: Sea. like it should definitely reek there's no question <laughs> yeah. you know whether it's like it, you know
1: they needed, a, by the way, and this is not a critique. This is just like a funny thing I noticed. I was like, they needed a counter for the times that Arthur Curry took off his shirt.
0: Uh, I think it's four.
1: Where does he keep getting these shirts? Yeah, who's
0: giving me shirts? Probably the ladies. <laughs> yes, that's what they're doing. They're taking the shirt back. They're going to have it laundered. <laughs> and they're going to him a new shirt. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, there's two introductions to Aquaman. <laughs> there's literally two scenes, and that's yeah. where it's like, okay, you're just you're just putting in every scene you shot into one movie because <laughs> we introduce Aquaman. Bruce Wayne shows up. He meets Aquaman we we get it he's like and we tell don't show where he's like you you help people when they're when they need it and you show up and blah and you don't ask for anything in return you go into the ocean he's you're like aquaman. you're a hero it's check yeah you're right an aquaman and then aquaman does the things that batman describes that he does and it's like okay one or the other you know you just have him, you just show aquaman and then you have him go back to Alfred and go like it is so he said no um <laughs> either way um uh, but i love the i loved both of them i like the both scenes they're fun but with both scenes, you're like, I mean, I already know who that is. Uh, I miss the White Stripes song. You know, it's more orchestral. Uh, yes. You know, it's like, oh, Aquaman. But then for me, I'm like, yeah, no, Aquaman's like, just just drums and guitar. <laughs> and he walks out on that pier and the water's like, and he's just like, that's right.
1: Yeah, there was a lot more vocal music in this than I was anticipating.
0: Certainly. 100% more.
1: Uh, 100% more.
0: E- <laughs> e- even where it didn't belong. Like in uh, Wonder Woman's theme.
1: That I was like... I mean, I get it there for sure. Yeah. But, like, I like her theme a lot. I like it without all the extra stuff. Like, I like her theme just as it is. Yeah. And I was like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but I, I, I get that. Yeah, I, guess. I get
0: that too. Uh, more Alfred. He's fun.
1: Yes. And I. I don't know. This was a pitch I made while we were watching the film. And it was one of those things where I was like, oh, are they going to do this? Because, like, inevitably, everyone ends up back at the Batcave where I originally thought they were, but they weren't. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, because apparently Alfred was not there.
1: Yeah. I thought he was. Me and too. I, and and like, and he's like, guess, this
0: is Alfred. I'm like, I know.
1: We know. Like, but, like, I guess Bruce was just going back and forth between the two places. He trusts them, your team that you're trying desperately to put together. Yep. You didn't trust them. So he brings them there. And I was like, oh, damn. Either Batman or or Alfred is going to talk to Cyborg about. Relationships. But fathership, yeah. About, like, it's hard on both sides.
0: Yes. Because Alfred would know.
1: Yeah. And, like, it doesn't. And, like, I was like, ah, damn.
0: We missed that opportunity. Yeah. No, instead, Alfred (laughs) lectures Wonder Woman on tea, which I did enjoy. But also, I, like, I didn't understand that scene. Because I was like, Wonder Woman's like five thousand years old or whatever. So, like, she, she should know how to make tea.
1: Well, she's but she doesn't like. Is she know. bad
0: at it or is like well, you know what I mean? Like British, you see. Well, yes, but my, my <laughs> for me, I was like, was she humoring him or is he actually better at it than her?
1: I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's a fun he scene. He thought she was doing it wrong. Uh, then he was right.
0: <laughs> uh, the Gordon scene is hundred percent unchanged. I love that Whedon was like, I am not changing a thing about the Gordon stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and yet. I will say, though, like, this is one of those moments where, again, because we've had this, like, space out between, like, this. Yes. Now, because he was back at being he's Jonah another again. character. Yeah. I was like, that's all I could see. Yeah. And that's just, he has a very distinct look. He, he does. He has such a distinct voice. Yeah. but he has that mustache. He does have the... Yes.
0: Jonah had the mustache, but he... Had... No. It's a different mustache. No, 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 no. I know. Bigger mustache. I...
1: Uh, I
0: and, and no, I think... Uh, spider like the new spider the, the mcu Jedi, Jonah jameson has no mustache so right. or hair uh i don't remember and i know he's bald <laughs> anyway uh i i like it i wish i could have seen the batman movie that snyder obviously wanted to make with that gordon in it so that he could have done anything as gordon like we yeah. had a couple of scenes we had that moment that you made fun of that i love <laughs> oh, where no. uh the, the 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 cop talks to Gordon, and he's like, uh, Yeah, I'll go talk to him.
1: Yeah, oh, that was right, yeah.
0: And the guy goes, uh, w- How are you going to call him? And he goes, like... And, he, and I don't remember what he says. He says something. Like, I, guess or whatever, but like... But I
1: was like, okay, wait. Didn't Batman just say he's been fighting crime for like 20, 25 years? Yeah, it's like
0: 20 years he's been doing this. I think you know... This, there's a beam in the sky you've seen since you were born.
1: Maybe that guy got hit in the head.
0: Right. It I mean it's, it is, it, right. is it's, it is conceivable in, in Gotham. So. Uh yeah. But he got I, bonked
1: on the head by Harley.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe she hit him with that beanbag gun from Purse Sure Ray in be, the yeah. face. But like either way. That
1: was so like I was like what do you mean how? You know how. You know how. You know how?
0: <laughs> You're here. You're in the. By the way, I loved. I don't know why. I just. I loved the look of the GCPD headquarters.
1: Yeah, it was grimy. Yeah. It was exactly what Gotham like. Gotham always has a layer of film. It and was
0: for me. It's what the show Gotham was going for. Was all, yeah, it had design. like an old
1: timey yeah. feel to it. Like they clearly haven't gotten an update. They don't have enough funding. Yeah. Yeah. Papers flying. Mm-hmm.
0: It reminded me of in Catch Me If You Can. There's a scene of the FBI headquarters, and apparently they had like an FBI like liaison mm-hmm. and he's like this is crazy how accurate this is like it brought me right back to work mm-hmm. and i like that that authenticity It's like yeah gcpd looked great yes gordon i i think i i was like listen i would have cast jk simmons too if i had the option of getting jk simmons in my, my movie i would have cast it
1: i would have cast what's his name brian cranston yeah yeah duh that said but i'm excited for the new
0: for Alfred. the new Batman. No, yeah, the new or the, yeah, the Well, I mean, the new I, I, the Batman.
1: Or, uh, not Alfred. God, uh, sorry. They're, people say Alfred. My brain is reading that new yeah, Gordon. Yeah, the new Gordon.
0: Yeah. The yeah, new Gordon's phenomenal. great. Phenomenal. I'm excited. He's cool. Um,
1: but, so, this we are just talking about like little like jokey things. We didn't things. talk about Superman. But he, yeah, we ahead. will, absolutely. Um, just little like moments that I was like, why did you do this? It was just so <laughs> random. Yes. But, like you know, at the beginning with uh, Wonder Woman and like at the bank with the kids. and Yes. The, there's like a sequence there where like <laughs> the 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 dudes show up. They're taking over the bank, and like someone must have just been carrying a ream or two of paper. They're just <laughs> like
0: throwing paper every everywhere they went. Paper exploded. But in it that was room. like
1: it was like. A it lot. Was, it,
0: was, it was insistent. Oh, like, in this modern world, that's I think a it was like,
1: lot of paper. Yeah,
0: yeah. In this <laughs> in this digital world, somebody was yeah. Was, no, when he when he outside, there was paper. He went up the stairs, there was paper. He went through the room, there was pa- paper. And listen, it created an, an atmosphere. Sure. And I it, I think it's one of those things yep. where it's like, listen, what do you what do you mean? You're gonna watch a John Woo movie and be like, where are these birds coming from?
1: I am. And it's like, but yeah. I, I am gonna do that. But like, there, it was just
0: so. Like, I was like, yeah. Okay. Right. Sure. But it's funny. Yeah. Uh, I also, I don't know why, but I always laugh. Like, I I liked the Wonder Woman scene where we where we reintroduce her and she's like a badass and saving people. Um, when she's like doing the bracer thing so fast,
1: it, it, it just, it I, just, I just, just think it's really it was, silly. It was not, I don't know. I, I feel like she would have just taken him down. Right.
0: Or <laughs> thrown her tiara or
1: something. I, yeah. Uh,
0: but, you know, i not... That was, but that was the first hour. And so, if we want to talk a little bit about criticisms, I want to say, like, the first hour is a slog. And when I say a slog, I mean, like, it is just, it's very self indulgent. It's very slow. It doesn't really indicate what the rest of the movie's going to feel like. And as it reintroduces every hero or introduces them, mm-hmm. everyone gets a slow mo sequence. And it's like, again, I think that harkens back to what we said about, like, Snyder referencing himself because like not every sequence needed a slow-mo sequence and not every slow-mo sequence looked as good as it had 10 years ago. Mm. And it's like, like I had, I had a little bit of issue with that. I remember like, you know, a couple of us in the room after like the first 30 minutes being like, it's gotta be like an hour and a half. And it's been only 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. That was, then that was, that's not good. I mean, like I, in movies, in comics, I'd like a slow burn sometimes. I'm I'm down for that. Like, you know me, I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, Ooh, Oh
0: yeah! Oh, it's only gonna get crazier. From yeah, here. and I'm
1: okay with it usually, but it has to be a slow burn that's well paced, and yeah. that's what I was missing. It wasn't—I don't know—there was something about the pacing or just the tightness of it. And I, I don't know. Like that's
0: why it's not really a movie because, like, mm-hmm. a movie, like if you're shooting it or cutting it for movie, yeah, for for, for a runtime that is theatrical oriented, yes. You, you lose that. Yes. Or it's just a badly edited movie. Mm-hmm. But this isn't a movie. This is something else. So it's like, you can do that. But as a result, you get a really, cl- not clunky, but like sluggish hour.
1: It was. It really, really was. Um,
0: and I can't even really speak to why. Because I saw the the opening of 2017's Justice League recently, and this is better. Yeah and the other one had like you know everyone mourning and stuff I'm like you know whatever but it still felt like a slog but you know that was a, that was one criticism i can love about it
1: yeah uh, no I, and oh. again like i think it has to do with the pacing there was a significant change to like you know oh yeah you know th- this one has like the death scream the death scream at the beginning yeah
0: the death scream uh is silly i appreciate it i get it and you could have done like a thing he screams you show, like, uh, you know, and I'm not a hack, like, I'm a hack, and I'm not, like, a movie producer or anything like that, but, like, just had an image of, like, Superman screams, and, like, you know, you do the, maybe they do the wave. But I felt like the wave was a little much. Well, but you cut to Apocalypse, and, and Darkseid just goes, hmm? Like, that's all you needed.
1: Yeah, but in this, it was...
0: It bra- it wakes up the mother boxes. It wakes
1: them up, wakes them up because they're a-, a pair... Okay, so this is where I was, like... What? Like, this is world-building, but... Yeah. I didn't think it was I don't enough. think it was
0: uh, well and I don't think it was explained properly.
1: Right, where it's like the mother boxes which have been here for a very long time.
0: Yeah, but like long yes, for like thousands of years. For a
1: very long time had been kept away.
0: Right, from dark side. And
1: supposedly they refused to wake themselves up until after Superman was dead. Right. Who so, wasn't even there.
0: Yes, so for 4970 years. Yeah they were dormant yeah then 30 years go by and they're like oh we should definitely be be dormant still and then superman dies and then they wake up right like what yeah it's just it's it's a weird kind of like almost fan explanation like
1: yeah and so like maybe like and again this is might be one of those things where it's like you need to put in your own leaps and bounds to get to reasons like maybe it's the power that he released. Maybe it's, Maybe it's something just, to it's, do with Kryptonian... Whatever the whatever, hell. Whatever like, uh, his, his, like...
0: His scream was on a frequency that was the same communication the Mother Boxes right, too. Right, but
1: or, that's that's or, just like... Or that's,
0: that's what you suggested.
1: Oh, what did I suggest? A
0: narrator.
1: Oh, yeah. I
0: <laughs> Like Galadriel.
1: <laughs> yeah, i like... For,
0: for 5,000 years, the Mother Boxes stayed dormant until little, the death of Superman. It's a little
1: tropey, but for a movie this long, I thought it was okay if they had had that. Now... Wonder Woman takes a shot at it later on. Yeah. But like, I thought it might be okay if we had had like some other. Well,
0: and it, like the movie, wa- the, the the thing warrants it because like, it's already, it already wants to be grand and epic and spoke. So you already didn't make it widescreen. Why not f- hire, stunt hire some fun voiced actor. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I, I'm not even going to pick one. I'm just going to say like, it would have been fun. You know, to get like a, a narrator to kind of like fill in the gaps or explain some stuff. Yeah. Where otherwise, because like you're, you know, if you're going to believe that he literally picked like the IMAX or whatever format, just so the the heroes look bigger, <laughs> then you know, add that like kind of or like orator element, like in 300. If you're going to rip off your own like slow mo FX from 300, put the narrator put in the there. Ner-
1: put, put the narrator. And in And get
0: there. Faramir back. Yeah. Have why him not? Do it. What
1: is, what's he doing? Right. Nothing.
0: That's what he's not coming back for Iron Fist I'll tell you that <laughs> but uh you know I, I, I hell that would have been a fun addition you know what maybe in like a couple of years when we get the 10 year anniversary of the Snyder Cut he'll add friggin he'll add an yeah, it
1: yeah like but yeah like the, just... but the
0: Sonic Scream huh, like is it and, and what sucks is because I liked I liked the idea behind the cell phone interview from the Whedon cut Mm-hmm. Where it's like kids interacting with Superman and like not being afraid to talk to him, and Superman being like, and I like that yeah, moment. Yeah, but yeah, that was just it. Not, just looked horrible was, and don't vertic- and like just don't do it. it then. And if we're gonna complain about four three aspect ratio vertical video in a cinema does not work. Nope. <laughs> vertical cell phone video does not work. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but the Sonic screen, I was like, <laughs> this is a little silly.
1: <laughs> it was a little silly, and that was a moment for me where I was like, this slow was really going on.
0: Let's tighten up the pace a little bit. Come on.
1: Yeah, we we gotta get going. And again, from a guy who I know can use it really, really well. Yes. In three hundred. Yeah. For example, when he was referencing those films. Anyway, okay. Can I make one little jab, please, folks? I'm sorry. Don't leave. Just let me, <laughs> let me let me let me just make a little jab at another film that he made. Um, I just feel like don't don't put a lot of emphasis on the Amazons using spears if you then don't let. Wonder Woman used the kryptonite spear. On Doomsday? <laughs> to kill Doomsday. Yeah.
0: There's they, just, it's just. I was like, look at them. Look at them all using their spears. And man, and Diana must like be that. so good at spear wielding. She's probably had like
1: 4,000 years let's, worth of let's, practice. Let's just go. By, I, that's just a little jab. No, We're yeah. done. Moving on. Back or, to... or Batman,
0: who's a tactician who knows how to, who's mastered every weapon known to man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we gotta talk about a couple things. We definitely need to talk about Superman coming back. Yeah. We need to talk about an addition.
0: Oh yes, a, ca- a whole about... character addition which
1: was I honestly was a little I was disappointed. I liked this character quite a bit. I was yes. kind of disappointed with his inclusion. I didn't think he was going to be like part of the fight. No, I didn't
0: expect him to show up at the end
1: at all. Um
0: yeah, I I knew I also,
1: also thought Green Lantern was going to be in this and I thought I it was going to be Green John Lantern Stewart. Stuff.
0: Yeah, I had heard
1: which was something that is right like in, hits in, me right in my heart because it's like he is my Green Lantern. He yes. is my favorite Green Lantern. When you grow up watching Justice League animated cartoon, that's your Green Lantern. That's your Green Lantern, and you're like, I don't know who the hell Hal Jordan is, but right. get him right the hell out.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Um, so like that was disappointing, but like Martian Manhunter was in it yes. technically. Um, I just
0: <clears throat> I liked actually I I uh, his if his scene with Lois yeah was the only scene it might not have been as problematic for me because it actually solves an issue i had with the with the original cut which was like so lois flies to metropolis she talks to or no uh, uh ma flies to metropolis to talk to lois then gets back on a plane and goes back to kansas so that she can clandestinely bump into clark after he's resurrected no uh but then it's like no she never left kansas Right, she got a newer car. She foreclosed a bunch. She moved into an apartment. Yeah. and we know this because Jean has mental powers, and I guess stole yeah, no, her memories. We can find and, that out. Yeah. I guess
1: the him being in there felt sort of tacked on tacked on, especially because it was like we we know we were Snyder established early on that she goes to the memorial every day, right. She's already there,
0: yeah, right.
1: Like, he already established she brings the coffee every day. Cop goes, you never miss a day, do you?
0: Yeah, so we don't need like a not, scene of a she, character saying to go work. to the memorial. So maybe
1: she's not up at the right hour. Yeah. But, like, I, I was like, she, she's already going. Yeah. And I'm like, I knew you wanted to put him in this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, why didn't you come help then? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Also. like, I, I, If you had just shown up. Yeah. And, like, Martian Manhunter saw, like news reports or whatever. Like Sean Jones is like, somehow watch the TV and hears about what these heroes did. Yep. He's like Okay, I'm all right. I I could help. Maybe they'll accept me.
0: Right. Maybe they'll accept me this time. Yeah.
1: That would be cool. Like but like this I was like
0: Why did you do what are you doing? Yeah. Um also I'm not a really big fan of the design.
1: Neither am I.
0: I like I I think that I think the Martian Manhunter design from the comics, from the cartoon, fine.
1: It, I, I get the issue though is that like Martian Manhunter is, is a lot of bold bright colors yes. and it probably wouldn't honestly and I'm not like I'm not trying to critique his film I, I just know it wouldn't fit in that universe and so you need to tone it down yeah but, like,
0: it, it's weird how, how bright he is in this movie, despite how not bright yeah, everything I, else is. Yeah, I don't
1: know. There was just something about the overall design that I didn't, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was, like, the additions of, like, they added, like, some textures here and there, yeah. or if it was
0: the suit. Yeah, because it looked like, like, because he had the big buttons and the X, and it just, like, was... It, it and looked, I know... It looked like, like it was the same texture as his skin, so I'm like, is, it, is the whole thing his skin? Yeah, And it's I, like, you're just changing I, it for my
1: benefit? He wasn't on screen long enough, honestly. No,
0: and I haven't, like, poured over any yeah, skills. So... Yeah, and I've heard rumors that he was supposed to be John Stewart the whole time, and that like the studio said no, and so he made like, him Marshman Hunter. Well,
1: oh, okay. I thought you meant like they were, he was going to be parading around as John Stewart. Yeah, I was no. going
0: to be like, no, 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 that like the actor <laughs> was going to be John Stewart, yeah, and then they were like, no, so they made him Marshman Hunter. But I had heard that he, that actor had been Marshman Hunter forever. That's
1: I have no problem so, like, with the actor.
0: I don't even care. I'm not talking. Mean, we're just talking about the movie we saw or the thing we saw. Yeah. So, but like, yeah, I. It was a fun little like Easter egg. It's one of those things where it's like again, if this yeah. is a movie or if this was like a thing that was gonna be released in theaters, this would never exist. You'd never. see No,
1: no, it. for sure, absolutely. And Especially like that I that scene
0: they clearly shot where like Ben Affleck looks like he just got out of rehab. Yeah,
1: I felt real bad. Like he was like it was clearly Ben Affleck, but there was something like an unrecognizable characteristic about him, yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah. It doesn't mean he couldn't come back, like or like you know. No, he couldn't, yeah, like,
0: he couldn't be Batman again. It's just that, like he was clearly be... sick or tired. Yeah,
1: I, I yeah. But again, like the guy playing Manor, I think he did uh, with these very little he With the he two has, lines he has, he I does, think does a, nice he did job. a nice job.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, I think the tact on epilogue is also like post rehab Ben Affleck. So like, in the suit, yeah, he looks like Batman. Yeah. Especially if you put like suit and goggles and a coat and a Batman costume, like and 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 a filter. Yeah. Yeah, but like having him to just wake up and get outside, yeah, he looks totally different.
1: Yeah, he, uh, he just yeah. It, it was just I was like, oh. Like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, he's also five years older, right? And like, exactly. five years may not seem like a lot, but, but like, he's like look at a photo 50. of yourself from like five years ago. You've changed.
0: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh Superman. Superman. So I like Henry Cavill as Superman. I like his portrayal. I've just I don't like. Man of Steel, I don't like the decisions made by the people who write it.
1: I I've like never Henry had an issue with him. as the Witcher.
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> and he's great. He's a fun actor. Like I've seen him in other things and I've seen his American accent, which is good. I've seen him in like do lots of lots yeah. of fun stuff. I've seen him with the British accent and the American accent. Both are done nicely. Yeah. Uh, and I and I think he looks like Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, the issues I have, of course, are like the last time he was Superman was like more than five years ago, and so it's like eh, you know, like he needs to if you're going to make your Superman movies, you got to make them kind of all in the around the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, people pushing for Cavill to keep being Superman. I'm like, he's, he's going to look older. Like it's going to be an older looking Superman. And it's like Superman, kind of doesn't age. So, you know, either you're going to set your movie like in the future or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, I like his portrayal. I like his, like his whole look and the, and, and the voice he gives him. I don't buy his Clark, or maybe it's like mm. more like a Smallville Clark, you know, where it's like, hi, I'm Clark Kent. You know, it's like, yeah, maybe you might want to slouch. Uh, you know, like this is a kind of like Zack Snyder's Clark Kent is kind of like a glasses. That's for sissies. Like, you know, but this Clark, I, I liked it and I liked his portrayal in this movie. Uh, I liked the arc he had such that it was. Um, I, knew, I knew the black suit was coming. And like if I were in high school, I bet I would have loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and having seen the reaction to it from the Whedon cut, which is just like, okay, Superman's got like be friendly and happy and jokey, and I'm gonna turn the brightness up and stuff like that. Like, but that's more that's not like Whedon's earnest portrayal of Superman. That's like a reaction to literally probably being told by an executive to do the opposite of what Snyder's been doing, mm-hmm. like react to the negative negative criticism and do the opposite. Um, so it's not really an authentic portrayal of Superman. It's, I still haven't seen my Superman yet. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because even the one we got in the 2017 cut is like a reaction. It's not. It's an inauthentic Superman. Uh, this is interesting. The black suit is like fine. And I, I, I dig it in the context from which it is put, right? It's like, I'm resurrected. I'm, but like, but you know, like, but you were dead. You don't need that. And the ship is like showing you all these different suits and he's like, I'll go with the cooler one. And I'm like, eh. And I, and I, and I was kind of like okay with it until the end of the movie when he opens his Clark Kent shirt and he's still wearing it.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's his suit now.
0: It's like, no, Superman looks cooler in black. And I'm like, oh my God, you don't get Superman <laughs> like for me that's like no he How wears long? that suit to kind of like i don't know you could say it's like a catharsis right or that he's using it to like send a message whatever How long it is
1: does he wear it in the comics two issues yeah
0: it's it's he literally only wears it to heal in right also
1: which by the way why can't we just use that right why can't that just be the thing why can't it just be a kryptonian sleeping cone yeah
0: why does it have to be a mother box wrapped in goo <laughs> Also, the other thing that is frustrating about the costume is he we do know he will one day put it back on when he becomes a totalitarian monster. Because in BVS, in the, night, in the Nightmare Future, he's wearing it. And when we return to the Nightmare Future, he's wearing
1: listen, it. Listen, that suit means a lot of things. Yeah, apparently
0: it means... I mean, like, listen, he was wearing it when he annihilated it Metropolis.
1: Means, it means hope. It means resurrection. And it means mourning. Yes. And
0: death and destruction.
1: Yeah. It means a lot.
0: Yeah. But like, whatever. Uh, I, uh, yeah. But, uh, but otherwise, you know, like Cavill's return better. Uh, I honestly liked his fight with Steppenwolf better in this than I did in the last one.
1: I just because it was kind it. of a
0: mess just because in the last one is just a mess. And he's just so distracting looking. Yeah. I did like his kind of camaraderie, but again, it felt forced like his interaction with, uh, with flash Or Cyborg when he says like, oh, I wish I were dead or something like that. I was like, that sucks. He also
1: takes his time.
0: Yeah, Yeah, he sure does.
1: I was like, he comes
0: back. Well, I love when he comes back. Well, that, but that's Snyder Superman.
1: I'm not talking about like. Fine, I get the family thing. Yeah, and he's like wandering the halls of the ship.
0: Oh, I know. I'm like,
1: my dude. Who the hell cares what you're wearing? Yeah. they need you there. That,
0: yeah. Well, I love when you he. You don't says, actually
1: need to wear anything. When he's
0: talking to, that would have been a very different movie. When he, when, but I love Watch out, Black when he's talking to his family and he goes, well they brought me back for some reason i guess i go figure it out why it is i'm like you know why that is like also is there an option where you're not gonna do that Mm -hmm. but yes of course because this is i've only seen in snyder's universe a superman who begrudgingly is superman so for him to come back to life he's like oh great and out i died but I guess they brought me back for some reason or another. So I guess I'll get in the fight. Like, it's just, it is so consistent with the Superman. I don't like mm-hmm. that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Like, why am I critic? Why am I critiquing it now? That's literally consistency, with something that I want in my, in my, in my media. So go for it, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but again, like it's not a, it's not a criticism of Cavill's performance. It's just like, I don't like that portrayal. Like, I don't like that interpretation by the creatives who are writing that character uh, but it is consistent and it is arguably better than the last one because in the lat because the other one was just weird although i still do like the race
1: i do too and like i honestly though i will say i definitely didn't remember it until someone pointed it out i was like oh yeah that oh, wasn't yeah, that's there gone. but i like that moment like that's kind of fun yeah because it like harkens back to a moment that still happens in this movie where they're fighting and flash you know hits the gas and yeah. he sees Superman see him. Right. And Which then, is still a
0: great moment. I love that moment. But, like,
1: that, like, again, I know it wasn't his creation to put that race in. So I didn't, you know, I shouldn't have expected it to be there. But, like, that's a fun little callback where Flash is not going to let this go. Right. Where he's just like, yeah, but.
0: Yeah, but I am good. I am faster yeah, but than you. I still
1: went back in time, though. How yeah. could you see me? Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so the, 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 uh, what the hell was I talking about? Oh, um, Superman, that we talked about that. Uh, any other characters we left out that we that we really want to talk about because like Lois whatever she's barely in this movie
1: yeah I mean um, you know Lois has like her moments and again other than like the change in terms of how she gets to the resurrection she provides very much all the same like yeah. plot oh it, and it feels we less
0: weird and it looks like that, that grass scene like is still like oh this is clearly green screen but not as clearly as it was in the last one
1: I will say like I part of me does like the Alfred bringing her because that's very Batman planning yeah. ahead. Yeah,
0: but it was also like,
1: but totally out of nowhere. Because and we also like, knew
0: what? What, we, what they were going to do. Yeah, like we knew that person.
1: Yeah, Or like, yeah, yeah. we we knew. Yeah, but um when he's
0: like with the guns, I'm like, oh, it's Lois. We know. Yeah. Why is that a surprise? Yeah, why, why why we've been playing? It's not it? a surprise. Yeah.
1: Um, I guess no. Yeah, we talked about Aquaman. Oh, Willem to focus to be.
0: He's better. He looks better. <laughs>
1: Longest better look be- i
0: like that volca He's better got
1: that longer yeah look going yeah good for you will defoe
0: right you can pull it off
1: <laughs> nice um british mara stupid bizarre um <laughs> just bizarre
0: just a weird choice and uh whatever
1: amazonians kicked ass took names yep looking looking dope looking dope hitting things with hammers
0: yep the flashback scene where the big the big fight
1: that's fun. I, I thought that the gods being taller than everyone else, like Zeus, I was like, that's Good neat. choice, yeah. That's, I like this. Okay, sure, why not? Um, you know, Ares is there. We see a green lantern. The yeah. ring zips off.
0: I love that moment. And I, I, mean, I think it was in the last but one that's too. Like,
1: but that's like so weirdly frustrating for me because I'm just like, where's this ring been? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it was like 5,000 years ago <laughs> or whatever. So like, you know, it's been on a thousand hands. I guess so, but
1: not, not around here. No. Um, no,
0: no, remember? No humans
1: oh right well, what was he doing here then
0: that wasn't a green lantern well because the big war was with uh, Darkseid right I guess because the anti-life equation was there or something yeah mother boxes something in any case the the, the lantern they do see is an alien though
1: yes in any case Dark Side forgot what the mother boxes were
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah he sure did <laughs> Uh. oh another thing about Darkseid that I will say another thing that was like oh that's why it doesn't feel right yeah the voice actor who played Darkseid is a, a scary monster like okay you yeah. Know, it's better than Steppenwolf, who I hate. Okay, I know. He just sounds like an old fat man. Yeah. But, like, Dark Side, it was an opportunity because he wasn't in the movie. Yeah. You know, like, he's obviously made from CG. Like, he, he was never going to be in the last movie, but, like, here he is now. Mm-hmm. You could get anybody you get anybody I, I to mind play him either way
1: i didn't mind him either way he only I says like, like three things i was like whatever i mean it's never going to be um mike ironsides know, obviously it's like if you grew up watching that that's the voice that's in your side. head but like listen it's not that that's unreasonable to think that, that but i'm gonna get and they're obviously gonna want to do something very different yeah and, and, like, and he, like
0: i get it snyder's not gonna go for fun he's gonna be like he's scary he's a scary monster is the he is the omega
1: yeah mm-hmm. um yeah. we get to see granny goodness for like a hot second we sure do i was like all right cool yeah that was cool there she is i was kind of there excited she goes.
0: <laughs> i was kind of excited to see like the furies i was like okay i, let's, too. I was too let's see all of this i shit.
1: thought i thought we might at least see them in silhouette yeah me too like because barbara has a very distinct silhouette yes. in her armor that and i was, was really like cool. That, ah no oh, well all right fine
0: so you know that was cool what are you gonna do yep uh epilogue epilogue uh, it's a short film that they tacked on to the end of this movie. It says, it, it, it's yeah. so incongruous. I get, like, that, you know, the. I think, and I, I truly, I, like, I, I. this is all conjecture. It's just a theory. I believe that he shot that as a proof of concept to Warner Brothers to say, like, yeah, you've you seen what I did. Like, mm-hmm. you let me finish the movie that I should have finished in the first place from, like, from 2017. But. But. I could still make more. And I think people want it. See? Yeah. And I know that he said things like, "I, you know, we deserve to see an interaction between Batman and Joker that, like, from this universe. And, like, arguably, yeah. Like, it's... It, it's, it was... For a little while, it was funny that we never got one. You know, that, like, a universe came and went mm-hmm. and both versions of bat and, and the versions of Batman and Joker never really interact outside of him jumping on a car. Yeah. But... Uh, I, I truly believe it was a proof of concept to say, like, I could make a sequel though, if you want, if you want to give me another $200 million. And it's like, because I think, you know, that's, that's where he was going with it. I think that he wanted it to be like, this is, um, like I, I, this, this chapter is where we think they win and yay. The second chapter is they actually lose and it's the Nightmare Future. And then the third movie is they like go back in time and reboot the universe, which could have been really cool. It's like like Star Wars. Yes. Yes. It's
1: like, instead of an Ewok celebration, you go back to the future or whatever.
0: Well, that's the thing is for me, I was like, that's actually kind of a cool, clean way. And it's something you've never seen before to do your universe Mm -hmm. where it's like, I, I, I'm I only going to make three Justice League movies, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm probably only going to make, like, the Batman. You know, I'm, I'm going to produce the other ones. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to produce, like, Wonder Woman and, and the and Batman back when Ben Affleck was going to direct and star in it. And it's like, but after that, I'm going to make my own stuff. Like, he's not, he's not in it for the long haul in terms of, I'm not going to make the DC Cinematic Universe forever and, like, you know, shepherd in, like, Jaime Reyes' introduction and stuff. Right. So it's like, it would have been cool or at least respectable to see them kind of like orchestrate a justice league like strategy where in the third one, it ends with a reboot. It ends with a organic in universe reboot. So the next one can be completely different in terms, in terms of tone and execution, Mm -hmm. but it's still technically in continuity because it's like flash goes back in time and undoes it. And so you get like, you don't get a reboot where it starts at the first justice league movie. You get a new justice league movie, a new DC universe in general. And it's like, because by the time we made the third Justice League movie, all the actors would have been done. And it's like, that would have been kind of a, kind of respectable to uh, have an incontinuity reboot built into your universe. Yeah. Neat idea. And only DC could pull it off, because Flash is notorious for rebooting your he universe. He can't
1: help himself. He doesn't, yeah. It's just, that's what he does. Yeah,
0: but I don't think that's going to happen. Flash I think... gets
1: embarrassed, he reboots the universe. Oh, crap,
0: <laughs> I farted in church. I got to go. Uh, but I feel like uh, we're not going to get that. I think we've seen like direct quotes from warner brothers executives that like this is it in yeah. terms of snyder's vision in terms of snyder's future his un- his universe this is the this is the last of those movies i think never say never because
1: never say never again
0: that's right james bond terrible movie yeah uh, but made by the guy who made empire so anyway uh right. but uh i think that uh it really depends on the numbers and unfortunately when it comes to this new digital frontier uh you'll never know you know it used to be you see a movie it tanks you're like well they're not making any more They're not making any more valeria movies uh <laughs> but actually they will be not really but like they could because that was self-funded by the french government right but in any case um with a digital movie that's released you know on a yeah the
1: numbers are just secret yeah it is only they
0: know and they don't really correlate because it's only about subscribers as opposed to like ticket sales yeah so we don't know but if they got like I don't know five million subscriptions they probably will do another one
1: (laughs) well I mean it depends on how quickly those subscriptions get canceled, canceled after this yeah because i do wonder what they're like there's gonna be
0: a significant drop off. yeah
1: but i'm also wondering what metrics they are we looking at like the okay we made this amount of money for this amount of time however yeah it didn't last for x amount of like yeah like there's a fallout yeah from there yeah absolutely i, I don't know so do you want to talk about the epilogue sure
0: yeah uh I mean, I um, I never really understood the reasoning behind the nightmare future. Uh, I was like, eh, like bat, it's a cool costume for Batman, but like,
1: yeah, it's very red sun. I, yeah, and I like the <laughs> yeah.
0: and I like the idea behind uh, like Flash coming back in time in BVS to kind of like inspire Batman to like not be a dick, or not because he does because he doesn't stop mm-hmm. being a dick. But um, <laughs> uh, I-, I could take it or leave it. I don't really need it. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's especially great. Like, I don't think it was very well made in terms of like it being part of that story. I just saw. Yeah. You know, like, no, that...
1: I I know. And like, honestly, like it, it you know, because we have a, we live in a world where injustice exists in right. terms of video game and comic book. So we know it doesn't require a team up of apocalypse and Superman. To, Dark Side. Oh, or, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You know, of apocalypse and Superman to take over the earth. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he can do it on his own.
0: Yeah, Darkseid could just take over. Superman could do it by himself. That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: if Superman is upset because something happened, presumably the death of Lois Lane. Right. He could just make them all fall into line without... Doing that. Without making a deal with, like, you know, Darkseid to get the anti-life equation.
0: Right. Or or Darkseid uses the anti-life equation on Superman. Doesn't need to be... But, like, regardless... You know, it was just kind of like a. F- it was clearly just Snyder being like, "This is fun. I want. I st- I'm not done.
1: I want. I want to do this. I, I want to do, do this. This. this."
0: And clearly, because like you know, there's a Deathstroke appearance I... in the uh, post credit. Would well, used to be yeah. post credits, but now it's just the end. No, it's just the end. Um, he gets a new interaction, mm-hmm. which I was like, "Did they really reshoot that?" Because it's just a completely different interaction.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: First one was we're gonna set up the Legion of Doom. New one, this one, the real one was. I guess Deathstroke, and I think I remember them saying yeah. that Deathstroke was going to be the antagonist in the Ben Affleck Batman movie.
1: Okay, then that would So be, it was um, going to
0: set up the Batman movie, sure, which would have been pretty cool.
1: Right, and like, unfortunately, since they did had to reshoot it, th- like, it would have been interesting if they'd been able to use the original footage and like, cobble something together from that, because it's like, then he would have been five years older in the
0: in the Snyder cut version. Yeah. Yeah. In the
1: apocalyptic, like epilogue. Yes. In the epilogue. He'd be older.
0: Yeah. I mean, he gets that neat mohawk. He
1: does. I'm just saying that just would have been fun. It's not like feasible. Um, Also,
0: I don't know if I like that Batman takes out Slade's eye, but like fine. Yeah. In this universe, that makes sense. I
1: guess I'm listen. Um, this is a subjective opinion. I'm going to fall on my sword for this one. That's fair. Um, I'm not a Leto Joker fan. Oh, no.
0: Oh, well, I'll, I'll help you with that one. Thank you. I really don't like Leto as Joker. I'm, I'm... And I remember them talking about, you know, what, I remember them releasing the promo art. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, woof. Then I saw the, the Suicide Squad movie. And I'm like, no. And then I hear, oh, actually, like, there's another version. And it's like, I don't care and i've seen leto in like four different things and i'm like i don't like this guy
1: yeah i just and again like that's just that's an opinion i just i'm not a fan of his take on the character
0: yeah and then we saw this new version which is very it's like kind of different but
1: not right and again i'm not like we've we've talked about the movie joker before yes so we're not going to get into that however i that that is going to be my my apples to oranges here yeah because it's like you obviously, this is coming in the wake of watching Joaquin Phoenix do something very different. Very different. Very yeah. different. Very different approach, given very different material. And he has his own movie. He has Give, a whole movie. D- totally to a different day movie, day. but like given a very different directive. Yes. And like, I'm sure if you're an actor, you're like, I want to do that. Yeah. But it's like you're not going to get to do that. Well, you can't yeah. do
0: that. you're guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're coming in on spec. We're shooting for like a day. Yeah.
1: And it's like you don't get to do that. And so like it kind of felt like somewhere in between him doing his version of it but also doing a version of joaquin phoenix Mm. and like i it just didn't mesh for me i was like this is this is i don't know what this is
0: yeah I, i i was not a fan uh, I also didn't care necessarily for the interaction, and like I, I remember there was controversy about it before they even released the damn thing, where they were like, "Batman's gonna say the f word, oh!" And uh, you know, like I was like, "Yeah, that that this Batman absolutely would say the f word." This F-word. Batman
1: has a Gatling gun on his bat crab. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, this Batman crushes no his car. He uses the f word.
0: He says he says shit all the time, and the last one's so like, "Yeah, no, he would absolutely say the f word, like a lot." Uh, but it was it, and so I was prepared. So prepared in this movie and a couple people say including cyborg no f-bomb then he says it in his interaction with joker and it felt so sophomoric it drove me nuts yeah don't wonder i'm gonna fucking kill you and i was like oh my god that's like what no like not and not like batman wouldn't kill this batman does he brands people yeah this like it's this batman's a sadist you know, lunatic and it's like yeah
1: we're not even gonna have a philosophical question about like the difference about the of, true nature of batman
0: yeah, or what like, he would say but like, nope. like this batman this is would do that different it was just but it just felt silly it just it, just, it was like oh, i'm gonna get you but right now i need to team up with you for no reason <laughs> for in a context that i'm never gonna get for yeah. this universe that we're never gonna see yeah. in this interaction that no one should care about like that that sequence for me i was like oh whatever (laughs) okay
1: honestly i also i'm not a fan of this is part of leto's portrayal Mm -hmm. the laugh i don't Uh, know like joker's laugh is supposed to be very iconic yes
0: and he's he's going for it
1: he's going he's doing something he's made a decision just not a fan
0: i guess it's supposed to sound like bats i got the impression that it was like bats screeching that was my interpretation of what his what he's doing it's about as on the nose as damaged
1: so anyway uh i i will say like i really like the apocalyptic look for deathstroke for some reason oh yeah yeah that was like fun. there's something about that i was like i dig this yeah i don't know oh
0: i also liked i did like joker goading batman like trying to get him to kill him not the card part but I did like the part where he's like, be, be very careful about the next thing you say. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of, I liked some of that whole stuff. <laughs> like, I liked being like, hey, look, it's Flash in the suit. He's going to be in in Batman or Superman. Yeah. Like, I like the callbacks, I like Deathstroke. But like, it was just, going that far it it was those moments where i'm like this is all you need and then it was like and then we're gonna add more
1: there was a moment in that epilogue where i was like oh he's doing something really interesting Mm -hmm. and then it's not and then it's not (laughs) interesting no it wasn't it was not interesting it just wasn't what i thought was going to happen Mm -hmm. um which i thought it until he was addressed i thought the joker wasn't even there (sighs) like i legit thought i was like batman has gone over the edge yeah and like he, like, is constantly haunted by the Joker. Perhaps he did kill him. Right. And this is his penance that in his head. That
0: was a way Is that, better. like, the
1: Joker is with him at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Until he makes amends for whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay, no, that's not okay. What no, happened. but he's really there. <laughs> that's right. not what happened. He's actually here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like that a lot.
1: Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean,
0: like, I, I'm sure we left out some stuff, but the movie's four hours long, and there's six parts. Yeah, and, anyway, and, and we
1: can't make a four-hour podcast. I,
0: no, it's already long enough. But, uh, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day... I uh, I don't agree with the extreme efforts that were used in terms of bullying, intimidation, and overreaction. Yeah.
1: Here's the thing: like, there's nothing wrong with being a fan of something and, and being
0: excited and being
1: excited and trying to get it noticed and trying to get people on board yes. and like being, you know, just.
0: Enthusiastic. enthusiastic there's nothing there's, wrong with enthusiasm there's nothing wrong
1: with that there's nothing wrong with like you know like literally when hellblazer was coming to an end yes like, and they
0: had the hashtag save, save hellblazer save
1: hellblazer but it was just something that it was like i might tweet something out but i did it on my own tweets yes you know what i mean like
0: right you didn't like send you know dead animals to the people at dc comics no to be no. like when and like, you know
1: you know, like when someone would tweet something on, like on something that was related. It's like, all right, fine. You were just looking right, for whatever. Uh,
0: piggybacking off of other people's you're, you're, conversations and, and it, hijacking them. You just them. want
1: to, you want to get, you want to get video. like, and I get that. You want to signal boost it. Where I had an issue was when I, I saw a couple of people who were like tweeting out about a tragedy that was happening to themselves personally, and it showed up there, and it was just more than likely just an accident because you were just looking for a hashtag or you're looking for something specific, and you they shoved yep, it in there. But, but that's where it's like in poor that taste. doesn't make that doesn't shine a good light on what you're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. And like. That is, like, that's not a good look for anyone. No. It's like, you don't want to be in that camp.
0: Right. And, it, you know, because... Because it, it, it makes everybody look bad. Yeah. And when you encourage it or you profit from it, you know, ultimately you are culpable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am glad on some level that the people who genuinely loved the universe and those movies and this idea and Snyder's direction. And his, like, and I don't mean like direct director direction, but like his, the direction of his films and the story uh, that they got closure because it's so rare. Yeah. Know? There's oh, yeah. so many fandoms out there. Like, I remember when uh firefly got canceled and they made serenity and it's like, it was a miracle. They got a movie and then, and, you know, and then the movie tanked and it was like, there's I mean, nothing else you can do
1: yeah i mean and now it's that's done that's over that guy is done oh
0: yeah no he, you're not getting i mean like unless tim, tim Minier wants to come out and make you know more firefly
1: all on his own you know but just like, by himself yeah i was thinking i always go to this guys but like it, it, i'm never getting another dread movie no dread's over I'm, I'm never getting carl urban back in that helmet
0: no unless it's like you know in a kid's hospital or something it's a really cool kid <laughs> It's gonna be like I want Carl Herman in the dread costume
1: that would be the coolest kid ever the
0: coolest make a wish kid I've ever met uh, that's so sad I know
1: <laughs> don't say that <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that out we can't
0: <laughs> it's live but like um, yes no, there's I mean? there, like, you know, some things we, we all just... had to make peace with that we're never gonna get and I think this is like one of those things where it's like it's a perfect storm it's lightning in a bottle it's those things where it's like recognize that this is never gonna come again or right. at the very least like you know enthusiasm is good uh too much of anything is bad and 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 extremism is always bad and yeah. using that or capitalizing on it or or or, or th- making threats or or you know being toxic it, it never helps and while may you know and the, and the right lesson to learn from this is that miracles do happen not that if we bully and intimidate people enough we will get what we
1: want yeah that's like that's that's really not the lesson that's not the lesson lesson. that's not the lesson here that's not at all it and and also like you know right now this is this is a hot topic for a lot of people and there is literally nothing wrong with talking about it. There's literally nothing wrong with talking to someone about it and being like, you know, I wasn't a fan or I am a huge fan and having an actual conversation. But like when it starts getting attacky, it usually happens because it's hard sometimes to like something so passionately and then have someone not like it because you makes you makes that person think that they don't, that, oh, you don't like me. Right. You don't, you think I'm dumb. You right. Don't, and because that's I care so much
0: about it that I like almost interpret it as being a part of me, yeah. or, uh, an expression of who I am. Like,
1: here's the thing I'm a huge fan of Silent Hill, too, but right. I literally don't expect almost anyone I know to match my passion right to know and as about it as much as I do mm-hmm. to be able to you know be like oh that's the music from this specific right. scene that's this from here I totally get that yeah. that's my fandom right and like if someone else doesn't like it hey you know what that's okay yeah. and I might... know I know that I like it yeah and like and maybe they have a criticism and it's like I hadn't thought about that right and maybe I'm not gonna like take that immediately but I like, I might think on that and yes. be like, you know, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That is a very good point. Right,
0: And it never feels good to hear the thing that you love or know intimately criticized.
1: Right. Yeah, it's absolutely true.
0: But it's about your reaction yes. that is key. And yes. it's about how you handle it.
1: Yes. We, so, like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, try to be cool with each other. Yeah. People who are huge fans, be patient and cool with those who are not. And those who are not... Be cool with those who are. Right. Because like, the fact is it's like we all have something that other folk don't like. Yeah. And it's okay. Like, if you're not hurting someone and you're outwardly not making someone feel bad, we can all like the things we like and have a good time out there. Right. So just be awesome. Yeah. I believe we have some super chats. We
0: do. So <laughs> let's take a minute and answer a bunch of questions that I'm sure uh will continue the conversation and maybe cover some. Right. And I items and I apologize. I
1: hope all, I you guys are still here. Um but we want to just kind of get through this one
0: yes so and and listen we're gonna cover some things that maybe you were like oh i want to, they didn't talk about that one thing yeah uh, i would like to hear that so let's uh let's do it so here we go um here we go. Uh, here we go. Psycho uh, the Psycho says, Axe to the shoulder, not impressed, casual freeze. That might be my favorite Superman moment on screen. Now if I could just get that for Nightwing. Uh, you know, you're going to have to wait a long time for an on-screen <laughs> Nightwing, but we didn't get a non-screen Snyder Cut either. So you can just watch Titans. I think, I mean, I know Nightwing's in that. I don't think he's great, mm-hmm. but like, you know, who knows? But I do like that moment. I, I don't, I, again, I liked that sequence, but I don't like them saying not impressed. Like Superman's not looking to be impressed. but uh, but I do like yeah, him yeah. using his like powers. You're just
1: dead, man.. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Patrick Lawson, comp pop to the rescue of my Monday. Thank nice you so welcome much. to Monday. Uh, Zyko psycho the psycho back says, Did you hear Snyder's plan for Just League 2 and 3? Explains Lois's pregnancy test, not Clark's baby, and Cyborg's vision. Also, Manhunter needs the world needs you help.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> Marshall Manhunter, get out there. Yeah, on, what are John. you
0: doing, man? You're you're doing <laughs> what are you you got your own farm with your own family and you're like just hanging out with them instead while the world while the world burns? uh brian Rollins, uh we'll have to catch the replay but have some of my stimulus money for the great work oh, you guys do thank you so thank much thank you so
1: much hang on to that stimulus that's guys. right like, use it on like use it what you need to use it on yeah. first instead of like what you want to use yeah. it on
0: <laughs> nate dog says uh that's a lot of movie indeed it was it was uh, just for me tube is it just me or are batman and marsh manager almost useless Manhunter gets Lois back into journalism because for some reason he cares about that and Alfred has more to do than Batman himself Alfred certainly builds those gauntlets that like absorb heat vision so like yeah
1: (laughs) yeah no I you know obviously some characters were used very differently like since we had more about Cyborg and Flash some of the other characters kind of took a backseat
0: big time uh kevin krueger i like the manhunter cameos in the movie and i've got some manhunter books for y'all coming to gbu with some other stuff also do you think u.s agent will be a schmuck on the show like in the comics uh in terms of marshmallow thank you very much thank i know you. that like our a lot of our marshmallow collection has to do with you i know that uh, i believe he sent us the Martian Manhunter eating chacos action figure which is amazing
1: yes it, i love that I love that. yeah <laughs> i
0: literally i picked up another marshmallow book and i was almost like I, i've got like I'm gonna do a GBU where it's just three different attempts to do a Martian Manhunter book.
1: Oh, I like that. So we'll
0: do that eventually. I've read a
1: couple of like the oh, it was like two thousand something yeah series, mm-hmm.
0: and we have the Di series as well. Thanks to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, no, I I think I think U.S. Agent is going to be just a victim of circumstance that's my theory we'll see what happens but I think we're gonna find out that like John Walker is like I'm just trying to do the right thing they called me I'm here like I'm ready to go and like <laughs> you know it'll be like easy to think he's going like he it's easy to demonize him and then find out like oh no that way you can get you as agent so it's like you know you don't just have a guy who's like who if someone asked me to Captain America like you just you don't necessarily know that like Sam Wilson was tricked into giving up the shield you know so yeah. I, I hope that it's like cool uh, but I also want to see him, like, represent an, an element of the, like, of of America that you don't normally see. Uh, I'll, I'll, Ak, Akil, Ak, uh, Akil Ahmed says, uh, th- well, he's helping us out with an adorable uh, uh, gif of a working out pair or whatever I think he's saying, let's go. Let's go. Thank you very let's much. Let's go. Uh, Sam Schell helping us out. Thank you very much, Thank Sam. Thank you. Uh, Dan hardcastle good name says uh hi from west yorkshire uk thanks for all the great insights do you think zach will be tempted to go back to the dcu i think he already was and that's why the epilogue exists
1: <laughs> i yeah i mean like it i
0: think if they ask him to do it in a heartbeat listen
1: i think all like we're all humans when you're tempted with that much like uh attention yes and you know you know compliments from those who are fans for sure like right? there who doesn't want that who doesn't want that sort of like you know feeling good about oneself that's true that's true and maybe like artistically speaking maybe he has something to say but like maybe he's also like i'm ready to say something else somewhere else yeah. and i'll leave you wanting more yeah like it could just be the ultimate like haha yeah when,
0: yeah his, 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 you'll his never his, know how good it could have been that, i mean like that's, that's the ultimate yeah that's a hell gotcha. of a swan song for him <laughs> Uh, Girk Patrick says, uh, what do you think about the music originally? Uh, oh, what do you think about the music in the original? I love Elfman, but I thought the music sucked. It felt rushed and cut right when it was getting good. Yeah, I thought it was an afterthought. I mean, Elfman using his own Batman theme for Batman There's a different Batman. Like, the themes are so tailored. Like, I love Williams' score for Superman. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Brian Singer's version of Superman and Brandon Routh, it was just trying to do that again, which is why they, re- they co-opted and then kind of, like, altered the Williams score mm-hmm. uh, because they're carrying over the same character. But this is a very different Batman. Uh, I love... The Man of Steel theme, even if I don't like Man of Steel. And I think it's very suited for that character.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely could see what you mean about like it feeling a little unpolished.
0: Yeah, it did. That it doesn't felt... mean
1: bad, but like definitely, I, I, I don't... Here's the thing. As much as I remember more about this movie than I do the the 2017 one, mm-hmm. I definitely don't remember any of the music except the <laughs> Wonder Woman theme. Yeah, like no. I I don't remember it, like really like feeling connected to any of the themes. No,
0: the themes for me, I was like, Neh. like it was fine. It it felt more cohesive. Yeah. But uh, but I didn't feel like I was getting themes for everybody. Like I don't know what Cyborg's theme is versus Flash's theme.
1: And it could have been in there. It, it could have been in there, and, but and I, again, I just didn't like, notice. That just that's I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kevin Kruger, let's have a gambit. Cro- let's have a crossover with Shadow Man, Gambit, and Swamp Thing. <laughs> New Orleans, <laughs> nice uh girk Pectis, i gotta work i can't wait to watch your videos are always great i thought leto was the worst villain i've ever seen in suicide squad and this is even worse <laughs> he's certainly unregulated uh justin God with the mustache seeing Darkseid getting bodied by old gods was sweet in the and the aftermath even sweeter do d- don't tell them i went out like a bitch bleeds <laughs> out on the floor
1: yeah they had to like carry him
0: yeah away yeah i can't believe that i was like what like like uh, aries can just kick your ass cool yeah uh by it. the way i uh, loved seeing Stephen wolf just getting his head chopped off i was like good get away done moving on um <laughs> get out of here, get out there. Out of here you with lame. your
1: weird living not living armor <laughs> your weird yeah
0: rd uh the theatrical cut was choppy very average superhero film the snyder cut is more coherent extended pretty average superhero film <laughs> that's a fair criticism i i don't i yeah i understand yeah uh, Taylor Patcher, I felt the epilogue could have been cut out. It felt like a bunch of post-credit scenes stitched together. For me, that felt like just one little short film that, like, you release on YouTube or something. Um, but yeah. Jonathan Hughes. It,
1: it also honestly felt like there was a couple of endings to the movie. Yeah. Like, again, you can't help when you're talking about a long movie to make parallels to Lord of the Rings. Like, yeah. I know we're trying very hard not to compare things. Right. But it, like in terms of that as well, where like you've got Return of the King and it's like twelve thousand endings. Yeah. I was like, okay. But I
0: wanted every single one of those. I- <laughs> uh, Jordan Hughes, longtime fan. I can't explain in words how much I love your channel. Well, thank you very much, well, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. I'm doing okay with money for the first time, and I wanted to share the love with the best people and the channel on YouTube. Thank you for the hours of joy during some of the hard parts of my life. Don't ever change, you guys. Well, Jordan, your generosity is so very oh much gosh. appreciated. Thank you so much, Jordan. Uh, hopefully you keep some of that for yourself, man. You got yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you to take, take care of number one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> As no, Spider-Man sure. says, take care of number one. Um, <laughs> at least when he was a wrestler. But uh, thank you so much for your support, man. We really, really appreciate no, it. No,
1: but thank you. Thank you. Very thank lucky you. to have
0: you. Thank you, man. hope you're still here. Yeah. Uh, if you're not, hopefully you're watching the repeat. Uh, why, t- uh, why try I sweat? uh i love the content cal catches on the replay i love watching your transformers age of, Old, age of extinction commentary every month hopefully you guys can do more commentaries we'd love to do more it's just that they don't do very well but who knows maybe the future will have a better place for them
1: <laughs> mean- i mean, like, i was just there with oh my god
0: <laughs> yeah if you haven't already watched it we did a commentary track for the worst uh one of the worst transformers movies that's saying a lot
1: and that's what i'm talking about there's an actor i love him Staley i love i think he's an incredible actor and he does this Transformers movie, and he's just, he's just chewing just the scenery. Around. It's
0: like, oh, okay, this sucks. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> uh, Aunt Dujar says, uh, "I went in with cautious optimism, but man, this movie surprised me, and I enjoyed it immensely. Definitely became one of my favorite superhero films. Nice, nice. Uh, the Red Samurai Martian Manhunter was supposed to be Jon Stewart. What? <laughs> P.S. John Stewart's amazing. Come on, DC comic book writers, don't worry, he's getting his due very soon.
1: I, I'm excited to, to see. Yeah, honestly, you know.
0: He also says, uh, also, do you think for Jon Stewart, they could have cast common uh, Justice League mor- m- uh, Mortal style? By the way, that was not the final script for just- for uh, JLM. Um, okay.
1: I don't know who they would... It would depend, I guess, also on the age that they are going to attribute Jon Stewart to being, because yeah. this would have also been the first time we saw a Green Lantern in the universe, completely without any sort of establishment, and it's yeah. like, then it's the question of, like, where has he been, at least... With Martian as, Manhunter, it's like, Martian, a Martian... Yeah, as a Martian Manhunter, it's like, like a space. He was, but like, if if we're, all, we're living in the Man of Steel world, that character has seen the retaliation to a character who was an alien, right. and maybe he's like, I don't even look like him. I can make myself look like him, right? But I don't I'm honestly not that. look like him. Yeah. So like, I'm already at his advantage. So it's like, I get why he didn't jump out there. But with John Stewart, it's like, where have you been? I know you're patrolling the entire sector, but like, yeah. there's been some stuff going on here,
0: right? Right. <laughs> uh, B. Black still new to DC, one year in, but I love Batfleck and Man of Steel. Not an Ezra Miller fan. And uh, Louis's char- uh Louis's character, Louis's Lois. character seems better in their comic, but this helped me see the style difference between Marvel and DC. I've heard so much about good comic exposure. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's very different. It's funny because like every like generation or so, DC has a very big tonal shift. And uh, so we're in that we've been in that for the last 10 years or so, 10, 15 years. Uh, DC is very different from what it was 15 years ago. Mm. Uh, and it will be very different in 15 years from now. Uh, so, like, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, the most authentic depiction of what DC is and can be and should be, but it certainly is a depiction of what Snyder's vision is.
1: Yeah, and honestly, like, anyone who, because of this film, is gravitating towards any of the characters, especially if you're gravitated towards Bat, Bla, uh, Batfleck, yes. like... Batman has so many standalone stories that you can just grab that might be a little older and might tonally fit with something that you might be looking for, something yes. a little darker. Mm-hmm. That like that that is an absolutely great jump.
0: Yeah, Zamin Pasha says uh, John Stewart plus Hawkgirl is way better than Cyborg. <laughs> <I> also, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. so
1: yeah, listen, I I'm, I'm happy to have them all. I'm happy to have them all, but John Stewart and Hawkgirl, I would love to see a Hawkgirl on screen.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. It'd oh. be just great looking. Uh you all, can do that
1: relationship, oh, that falling yeah, I know,
0: out. I know, I know. What are, you th- what are your thoughts on the new superman movie if it's not clark kent then they should just set it in the batman beyond future and give us a proper superman film as well i agree i i don't i don't even know if i mean i know that Coates is doing the superman script but like i don't know if that means it's going to be not clark uh we'll see um you know but you know whatever they want to do i've kind of given up on wanting a superman movie at this point i'll just take the comics Ali Alziati says, I like you, Sal. I'm not a big fan of Man of Steel, but Hans Zimmer's Superman score is amazing. Oh, I like, agree.
1: Not like you, not I like you. Oh,
0: like you, Sal. Well, maybe he does like me. I, <laughs> I like you. Thank you. That's enough. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, man, I love Hans Zimmer's Superman score. It's yeah. great. That trailer, again, another one. The, Super- the Man of Steel trailer? Yes. Uh, Jacob Mon- Montez helping us out. Thank you very much, man. Uh, Will I Am Golden? I see the Snyder Cut more like a cinematic play than a movie. That's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I can see that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, to so like Pe- act instead, <clears throat>
1: which is why like it shifts like tone, or like you know, like complete like oh you know, I, yeah. yeah it We're over telling. here now, yeah. 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 And I mean that happens in movies, but like in the way that it's like we close the curtain, exactly. <laughs> the curtain comes they certainly
0: up. do uh taylor taylor says uh diana used the bracer shockwave attack way too much it's like someone was playing injustice and she kept spamming the same move
1: listen sometimes you know one move okay you only learned one move and then the rest of it's just button smashing so you just keep doing that over and over again
0: (laughs) until someone stops you (laughs) that's right the more i think about this movie says kevin Myers, the more i like it it doesn't all work but the stuff that works really works much love you too thank you kevin thank you uh, yeah that's i think that's a lot of people's opinion about sure uh neil and bradley this has bothered me since batman vs superman why wasn't wonder woman the one getting the visions wouldn't that make more sense um i guess i mean i think because batman is like the star of the movie and they wanted to make a batman movie like it's really about snyder like
1: I think it's because he wants to bring it back to Batman v Superman and that like yeah. Rocky Star to their relationship. And so he, like, yeah. he's trying to do like it's a poetry it rhymes kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Batman's arc in this movie I really liked where he's like, No! We gotta bring him back! Because like I'm responsible for my parents' death, and I'm responsible for Superman. And this if I have an excuse to bring someone back to life, I'm gonna take it. Like
1: <laughs> This Batman doesn't know about Lazarus. Yeah, <laughs> and then freaking
0: I can imagine what's his name? Uh you know, Flash. like, well I can go back in time. <gasps> we gotta go back about forty-five years. <laughs> well no more like 30 years
1: we have something very important to do
0: yeah really quick
1: Yeah, hang on it's going to change everything
0: Batarang. <laughs> uh, girk pectus did it bother you that Snyder and Joss Whedon showed off more of the Amazon's muscular bodies uh, I know it bothered a lot of people but I don't think it was as bad as the pics made it look no
1: what not at all
0: no we you did notice their abs I did you were like whoa look at those sick abs
1: yeah I really was kind of jealous
0: <laughs> yeah they were sick um like, god damn it right
1: no i mean like i have zero problem with that i mean no. that kind of thing was already established in the first wonder woman they look
0: like that movie they're amazons yeah. where do you think that word comes from what What does it mean what are they referring to yeah
1: like, i have zero problem with that yeah no
0: uh Sling them hammers yeah right <laughs> uh ethan velez the freeze breath was great and loved the fly scene yeah it was cool no complaints uh Wonderly Roth uh, will, which Todd McFarlane Snyder justly figure will you get <laughs> thanks for tackling this behemoth thank you very much for, for your appreciate support I appreciate that uh, none of them. really yeah I'm good okay I, I, I have enough other I have enough McFarlane figures that I want to get that I haven't yet like try... I kind of want to get that Devastator Batman figure because it's just so big and heavy yeah
1: I'd probably go for the Batman one because the that Batman suit is obviously very um, Dark Knight Returns yeah. looking and like it's just like yeah I don't mind it so much. It's it's all right.
0: Uh, The Happy Masquerader. Sorry, slightly late to the show. Did you guys talk about Joker's reach around comment yet? No, we didn't talk about it. I I thought it was uh, best left to the film itself and not so much to referring to it or reminding everyone it exists. (laughs) I'll uh, try. Uh, here is twenty dollars to remind Sal how amazing a uh, guy and host he is. Yes, thank he you very is. kind. I think Tiffany is equally excellent. No, uh, at least uh, actually quite <laughs> better. No, no, you're right. You are better. Uh, comma pop, Sal. Hell yeah! This is from the last Elseworlds exchange. Oh, thank
1: you. Yeah, thank you very much. That Mary. was a dope Elseworlds exchange. You're very kind. Not thank not you. to take over and to advertise our own crap, but like if you're looking for an episode about talking about failing upwards and like hopefully creatively motivating you to like be okay with like letting go of some stuff you gotta check this out like if you're in the midst of writing your own thing making your own thing like go check this out because it might help you out
0: yeah and if you like toy galaxy dan's on it so yeah check that it out. too uh Justin some guy with a mustache use your stimulus money on something you need to use it on you no! got it <laughs> slam super chat on sal and diffity's desk <laughs> <Wham>. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you very much. No! <laughs> uh, the Captain Coon, Apocalypse showing up and no one from New Genesis coming to help him and give exposition is weird and I don't like it for reasons that I can't properly and intelligibly explain in 225 characters. No, it's it's true. No, he the, the way, the reason that he bothers you is because it's weird and he doesn't, he shouldn't do that.
1: Like, literally the fact that Orion doesn't pop in and go like, hey, I notice a lot of boom tube activities going on here. Yeah. It's it's weird
0: that he even gets his hands dirty. For me, I was like, Darkseid's swinging a hammer and like punching people is like so beyond, is so beneath him. Yeah. Like Darkseid, yeah. Darkseid doesn't hang out with Granny Goodness, the Furies, the Parademons, Calibac, because he's a family man. He hangs out with them because he likes having slaves and other people do his work for him. He is not, no one else is going to keep that chair warm, but him. That's what he does. That's why he has the Omega Beams. Who not have to get
1: up? <laughs> He's like a cat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Max Pepinah says, greetings from Windsor, Ontario. Well, greetings to Windsor, Ontario. Uh, I remember uh, I've been to Stratford, Ontario at least four different times. Love that area. I've uh, never been to Canada. Well, we should take you sometime. <laughs> what do you guys look forward most to when it comes to Disney Plus shows later this year? Loki, Ms. Marvel, What If, or Hawkeye? Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Honestly, it's gotta be What If, but... I want to see Kate Bishop so bad, so it might be Hawkeye.
1: Oh, I'm literally between What If and Loki.
0: Loki. It's going to be nuts. I think
1: I'm, I'm excited for all of them. The What If ones, of course, like I like vignettes. Yes. Like I'm a vignette kind of gal. Mm-hmm. Like that's fun if they're like well done, told, yeah. like in the time that they have. Yeah. Um, Plus Watcher. Yeah. Plus Watcher. Yeah
0: uh kev bought 1995 excellent discussion despite its flaws the movie showed coherence and heart zach went out with a bang and even got dark side what a treat thanks again for all you peeps for the community uh here's to 100k thank you very much thank kevin you, thank with your you. help we'll get that 100k i hope so <laughs> <laughs> uh hats beetle glad to see the ju- the new justice league kind of wish shaira hawk girl was in the movie though underrated
1: yeah she's literally the only one from that like classic kind of like in your head what you picture the league to be yeah who's not represented at all yeah and they're not
0: really doing her justice in the comics so it would have been pretty cool to see her yeah I just
1: want... at least they could have had any of the hawk people because like hawk man yeah and, and she have been they like, should
0: have been in the fight at the beginning that's what
1: I'm thinking like they could have been there and it wouldn't have been a problem no. because they've been resurrected so many times that's
0: so cool damn it <laughs> uh, Russell Simmons not interesting nothing interesting to say except you guys are awesome happy Monday happy well, Monday to you, you Russell thank you very much Monday. for your support man uh, storm king which snyder cut movie setup would you like to see next if he could do more personally i'd love to see the batman deathstroke movie maybe a streaming show be strong and say awesome you too storm king um as, honestly it's gotta be the batman movie
1: yeah for sure and like honestly if Zack was like i have to do something or else yeah and like and i like
0: and affleck's not up for directing
1: yeah i would i'd rather see him try a show
0: no oh, why not yeah i mean
1: what's that like
0: maybe he was like maybe he was testing the waters with maybe a four-hour like, movie he's yeah. like could i do a show could i do a show and it's like yeah you can
1: sure why not probably
0: i mean like why not try it uh so yeah uh we've caught up we've reached all the super chats we want to thank everybody for hanging out with us for you know for supporting us and for subscribing we're very lucky to have all of you here yeah uh, we really really appreciate everybody before we go we gotta recommend books if Oh wait, there's more. There's also more super chats, but also there's comic books, and we need to recommend them because that's what we do here. We're a comic book show. Uh, mm-hmm. Captain Someone, hi Sal from Wales, first super chat ever. If small, it's just fine. Thank you very much, Captain
1: Someone. Oh, someone did bring up that moment where Mara like almost took down Stephen oh, on her own. Coolest
0: moment. Like that was that was the coolest like b- bonus moment. We we're like, what? Yeah. She blood bends him.
1: Yeah. She's well, like, hold
0: on a minute. Literally,
1: literally I was like, hey, wait. Aquaman, you stay here. Mara, you're, you're, you're in. <laughs> Batman shows up. What? Can you do that?
0: Yeah, keep your shirt on Arthur. I'm going to get Mara in this one.
1: <laughs> can you do that? Or you just talk to Fish? Yeah. <laughs> can you do anything else? <laughs>
0: I cannot say, yaya. Yeah, yeah.
1: That did not. I can't happen. believe they
0: cut that out. I can. It sucks.
1: <laughs> Listen, we always have it in our heart. He
0: says my man, but he doesn't say, yeah, yeah. We
1: also will forever have Seuss on, a, on the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, some recommendations for books that are coming out this week. We think you should pick up uh, Batman Superman is coming out. I'm kind of excited uh, just because like it's uh, it's Gene Luen Yang's version of both characters. You got art by Danny Miki. It looks like fun. I think we're getting a new version of, or at least a classic version of Magpie. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Magpie? That's right. No way. Do
0: you own a Magpie? If you do, you are most most fortunate. Um <laughs> I'm also excited for Detective Comics number 1034. This, I believe, is the first mainstream Detective uh, comic. No, it's by Joshua Williamson and Mariko Tamaki. I think it's because uh, there's two stories in one. Um, But yeah, it's Tamaki's Detective. Uh, It's got Dan Mora's cover, which I love. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, looks like a lot of fun. Uh, Also, while I was not a fan of the uh, artist choice... I guess I have to recommend this book because I want to read it. It is Alien, number one, like, from uh, Philip are. Kennedy Johnson and uh, Salvador La Uh We're going to see Marvel's Alien. And I'm going to try and go in with an open mind. And an open heart. And an open heart because I've, I've been wanting Alien to be cool and great. Uh, Dark Horse did a nice job with the property for a good long time. But like you know we'll see what marvel can do with it <laughs> oh god why do they keep pushing scream
1: why not they have a character named scream you don't push that yeah you definitely push and that. i
0: want to also remind everybody don't forget if you're interested in if you're ever if you've ever been interested in valiant shadow man number one is coming it's on its way you can pre-order before the fifth uh, i would definitely recommend checking it out if you're ever going to pick up one valiant book you can't go wrong with the Shadowman book. John Davis Hunt's art is sick. Cullen Bunn is a good, solid writer who knows story structure and character and horror, and he does a really cool job. I've read the first two issues, and they're solid. They're just—it's—it is the most—it's the closest thing to a Marvel DC boom book that Valiant has been able to do.
1: Yeah, no, for sure.
0: Without it feeling like what. <laughs> But the word is in a good way. You know, you're yeah.
1: like, what? Um, oh. We also, this isn't coming out this week, um, but we talked. you mentioned this to me last week too, like uh, fans of Justice League Dark. It's not its own book anymore.
0: Yeah, no, if you want to read Justice League Dark, you've got to buy Justice League from Brian Michael Bendis because in the back, way
1: in the back,
0: is a hidden Ram V series that's called Justice League Dark. It's just so
1: disappointing for me. Um. I am going to recommend this week Excalibur number 19. Um, you know betsy braddock is back but she's wrong mm-hmm. and psylocke's here to help sort her out yeah. so let's go find out about that by teeny howard uh with art by marcus toe uh i also want to give a shout out to once in future number 17 wow uh, kieran gillen uh art by dan mora uh, he's so good love 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 yep. um i also want to say i uh, fans of the batman black and white series number four will be coming out um Writers like Joshua Williamson, Chip Zdarsky, um, Daniel Warren Johnson, Carl Kershaw, Becky Cloonan, art by Terry Dodson, Riley Rossimo, Rachel Dodson, Nick Bradshaw, a whole bunch of folk. Wow. Kate, uh, oh, no, Del Otto does a, a variant cover. Yeah. Those are the kinds of stories you're going to see in there. Um, obviously, uh, Daniel Warren Johnson is going to do his own thing like, with <laughs> himself. Um, <laughs> Chip Zdarsky teamed up with Nick Bradshaw. I like Nick Bradshaw. Yeah. He's super dope style. Um, and it looks at like Josh Williamson's with Riley Rossimo, uh, with Becky Clooney, with Terry Dotson. So if you are a fan of that like vignette kind of thing, I like the last black and white book. It was pretty solid. So yeah, I'd give it a look. That one is a little more costly. Yeah. It's a little more costly because you get a bunch of stories in it. Um, right. But they're not like ongoing stories. They're just like little thingy-wing.
0: Yeah. is six bucks. It's six
1: bucks, 48 pages. So. But it's 48 pages, yeah. It's totally up to you.
0: Uh, Girk Pectis, the reason I, a lot of people were mad about Amazon showing off their muscular body is because it was more tasteful in Wonder Woman movie, but the actresses said they had no problem with it and they were always comfortable.
1: Ah. Cool. I, I honestly, I guess I didn't notice too, too much. Um, In no. terms of that, I, was, I think I was personally more focused on the um on like the like the fact that i was like like this really reminds me of 300 yeah and, like, here are the reasons why blah blah blah, blah. you yep. know what Spears, i mean like helmets yeah Amazons, so, like, i was definitely brick. thinking more in terms of that um but listen as long as the actresses had no problem with it then yeah. i have no problem with
0: no, it. no same uh somebody recommended that we read erratic they sent me a copy i read erratic it was good you know solid uh but then i saw like every other YouTuber was, like, comic book YouTuber was talking yeah, about it, I'm like, you don't need me to talk about it, they've got it covered. But they did <laughs> send me a copy, and I did read it, and it was good. I think it's a good, it's a fun series. Good art. Uh, also, Tiffany has a cool idea that we need to see in a Batman series. It's not uh, something that they've done for about 20 years, but uh, I would like to see it. Tiffany, would you take it away?
1: Is it my pitch? Yeah. but you said they were kind of already doing that.
0: Yeah, they are with Urban Legends, but, like, you know.
1: Oh, I was talking about how I was like, I think it's time for Batman Legend uh to come, or, of or legend Night. of the dark knight to come back because that's like something that recently i've like been discovering and reading through we did gothic we've done um venom yep
0: uh and there's so many more that we could do so many more. shaman
1: but like the concept of like having a, a batman book ongoing that like every five issues has a new creative team i think allows dc to basically have that like flash in the pan of like oh hype it up here's a new creative team and you as the the purchaser know that like after five issues if you weren't a fan of this creative team you know the next one come coming. right
0: back like if yeah so if you're not happy with it right now yep. like you just wait five issues and five you...
1: I'd say five to six
0: five to six Um, yeah.
1: because like it also I think would create um a uh interesting trade release as well yeah because it's like folk like to trade wait you know it's like well this story's coming out you're gonna grab this trade
0: and it also like DC unlike Marvel is unafraid of making trades and having them available. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a trade farm. That's why Legends of the Dark Knight was created. It was created to be a trade farm. And yeah. It's like, dude, Batman's your number one book. You don't need Black Label anymore, although Black Label did just get a new editor and uh, so congratulations to them.
1: Yeah. But like the idea of it not just being a vignette comic, of right. it being just like here's a story, here is like a full comic book, and then there's gonna be another one, another one, another yeah. one for like five to six issues, here's the story, moving on. And it takes place during Batman's past. It has right. to you have to be able to point out a time. Yep. And especially now since like everything goes.
0: Yep. Anything goes.
1: You can tell a story. And like as long as you don't have anything that's like earth shattering or and or super continuity divide like dividing, like just yeah. just tell a small story. It's okay. Yeah,
0: that's true. So I, I really agreed with that. I was just well, like, yeah, you. bring that back. Like, bring back Legends of the Dark Knight. Hashtag Legends of the Dark Knight.
1: <laughs> I would love to see that. I yeah. just, I really like that idea. I know they're doing it kind of with black and white here, but it's like, I'd rather see these these creative teams have an opportunity to, like, flesh it out where it's like, hey, Chip Zdarsky, I know you're busy, right? but do you have a, a, an art? Do you have a
0: five-issue story? Yeah. I know you do. Then,
1: then, like, you can be good, or you can come back later after we have a couple more creatives. Exactly. But, like, you don't have to, to like, dedicate, like like over a year to like building up a bat story it's like here it is yeah
0: and you can also like you can tempt not just creators that you might want to court and get into your uh into your other books like you could get like you could have you could do that you could Mm -hmm. tempt like you get grant morrison be like i'm gonna come back to do this one really weird story like gothic uh or you could bring back older creators that you like can't necessarily count on to do an ongoing series again Mm -hmm. but you could get a five issue story that's pretty baller out of them like you can bring Demetrius back you get Matt Wagner to do something like you could get all these different classic creators to come back and do something you know even if you're just hearing pitches yep. you know you're just like wow that's actually really cool and if I put a different artist on that it might actually sell really good.
1: you can honestly have creative teams working on things simultaneously Yeah. even if like their book isn't coming out next that you just have the next one ready to go because you're not worried about the continuity of it and
0: you're not worried about the sales because you know it's batman and it's gonna sell
1: yeah like literally you're only worried about like having the next book ready to go when like this one ends exactly so i don't know like i i feel like that's like i would love that yeah i I agree i would love
0: that uh most of Despires says thoughts on um, emerald fennel on zatanna also uh is there going to be more episodes of back issues on invincible um no there won't be any more invincible unless like the show blows up the episode uh, but I'm very happy with the Invincible episode we did um, we had a really good time like making that episode and uh, you know I think we I think we said all we need to say about Invincible like I don't want to necessarily just do chapters on that especially if like the show's gonna do it faster than us because it's like done and uh, and you can just read the books like I, I want you to enjoy Back Issues as a series that like gets your feet wet and introduces you to the idea or if you were already read the book refamiliarizes you with the book and like you revisit it with old friends having a fun time at its expense like that's what I want the show to be I don't want it to be like a like we must we must check in with Invincible every few episodes to make sure that you're caught up on the story like you want to be caught up on Invincible it'll take you way less time just buy the book and read it Um, but hopefully we introduce a lot of people to Invincible which is what I wanted to do in the first place right Um, thoughts on uh, Emerald Fennel I don't know her I've never seen her in anything so I have no idea. And I have no opinion. It
1: looks like she's here to write the Zatanna movie, according to Variety.
0: Okay. I have never seen anything she here, has written. Here's the thing. Yeah. I
1: don't care, I guess, who would write it. If they made a Zatanna movie, I'm just going to buy the ticket. Right. <laughs> I'll buy a couple tickets just to just to promote the, the magical side of DC. Right.
0: I will say that... Um, <laughs> I've heard good things about Promising Young Woman, so I do, like, so based on the strength of that, who
1: knows? I'm, I'm just saying, like, there's more magic in DC
0: yeah <laughs> hashtag more magic in DC uh, but yeah listen uh, for those of you who have joined us we really appreciate you checking out this show yeah. uh, we do this every Monday around 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time where we talk about comics usually but uh, we may just dive in and talk about uh, went Falcon Winter Soldier episodes one and two next sure. Monday
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah along with the comics that came out this past week so that you uh, are familiar with what's coming out and maybe get a informed decision on what to buy the following week yeah um, we also would encourage Urge you to like this video and subscribe to the channel subscribing is the best way to help us out because then you'll know when new videos come out and in case you're not familiar mondays tuesdays and wednesdays are when most of the shows come out Mon- <laughs> our weekly review show tuesdays so far every other Tuesday, but we're going to, we're going to see what happens is going to be our podcast where I talk with another host for about an hour about any particular uh, nerdy topic. You'll see what the topic is when the show goes live, um, but that's also live and interactive uh, as well. And then Wednesdays we release back issues, which is our, our, our pre-recorded long form series. We break down a trade paperback or story arc uh, with two other hosts, sometimes Tiffany, sometimes two other guys uh, on a couch where we just talk about that story for about an hour Mm -hmm. or if it's in the case of uh doomsday clock three so you know
1: i also i think we should just say thanks to you guys for being here and sharing your opinions really like and being cool yeah being cool being very cool with each other being very Um, representative
0: of our community
1: yeah yeah honestly and like you know again i i know this is like you know when people's fandoms like are involved it's there's a lot of passion but i want to appreciate i just want to say how much we appreciate you guys being who you are and being cool.
0: Agreed. Uh, Also, we are very close. We're on the cusp of reaching 100,000 subscribers. I wanted to tease that because when we do, not only will there be a live show from the entire foursome of the team, hopefully, uh, we will. <laughs> I, I can never speak for all of them, but like I know that in spirit, everybody will be there. They're going to do their best to be there, depending on when we reach. Because it's literally, once we hit the 100K subscriber, like once we hit the, the milestone we're ever reaching for, we do a massive multi-hour stream, where we just hang out with you, eat dinner, and hang out, and, and talk comics mm-hmm. and movies and stuff. Uh, but we're also going to be unveiling something for the first time since we changed our name, which was almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, March 26th will mark the 7th or 8th year that we have been Comic Pop and uh, it's unbelievable yeah and uh, we're gonna be doing something to represent the change or the uh, the big the big milestone so we are we are Uh, if you are on patreon.com slash comic pop you know what that is if you've uh, if you are at a certain tier uh, what that is we're rebranding
1: yeah I know (laughs) I didn't realize (laughs) realize
0: we're not changing the name but we're incorporating the brand yeah
1: (laughs) oh I, I got some stuff to do
0: but because uh, Tony's also not only CLO of Comic Pop but also the head graphic designer <laughs> and the only graphic designer but uh, thank you all so much for hanging out with us we are very very lucky to have all of you and we really appreciate you sharing yourselves and sharing your uh, your time and uh, for some of you your finances yes uh, so we will see you guys soon and uh, that's it so yeah. thanks a lot
1: thanks guys so long bye <laughs>